Welcome everybody to the world's greatest podcast for our comic movie and other nerd needs. I'm I'm Riley. And I'm I'm Joey. We're just two dudes taking the world one podcast at a time. And we always lose by asking one simple question. What's, What's up, up with, with you? you? Hey Riley. Howdy. Howdy doody. Howdy doody. How howdy doody with you. Uh you know I duty fine. It's <laughs> been a, it's been <laughs> It's a poop joke. Aha. Oh my gosh. Um, it's been a couple weeks or something. It has. It's since been, we been recorded. a hot minute for sure. It's been so long. Not been, for you guys, though. Cause... Not, not too long for you guys, because we are smart. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, so what have, you, what have you been doing? Um, I've been watching movies, Riley. You've been watching movies? I've been watching movies. I've been love, watching movies. I love movies. I love, I love watching them. Yeah. And I love discussing. That's true. Because I do not make them, sadly. No, we do not make movies. Um, what movies yeah, have you been I, watching? I, uh, I watch, of course, uh, episode one of Star Wars. That was a struggle. Um, I, might, I just think they're kind of boring. Um, I don't know. Jar Jar is just so bad. He's yeah, so much. That's why. That's why yeah. they. Yeah. I don't know. Because the reason why I rewatched it was because I don't really remember anything from it. I just remembered oh, not really rem- liking it. I remember so much. I remember almost every scene. And I was like, I'm a Star Wars nerd. Like, how? How is possible? And especially with like. The support of all the prequel movies lately, like yeah, after Clone Wars came out, everyone's been like, <laughs> prequel fans always rule. Yeah, 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 and I as well am prequel. I, I, so I, I, I like try. three. <laughs> yeah, three, three, very three's not good. bad. Three's not bad. Two, it's two is about about fifty percent of two. I think was good. Any scene yeah. that doesn't have Anakin in it, pretty good. Um, yeah, he's really creepy in that one, actually. He's so that, that weird. Was, that was another movie that I watched, so. Oh, okay, okay, so you're freshened up on him. Yeah, I'm very fresh. Um, well, I, I remember, what was it, like, it was just like, so creepy. Yeah. He's so goddamn creepy. Like, the entire time, he's talking to Padme. I'm, no like, sitting there, like, what do you see in this guy? <laughs> All he's doing is, like, like he's gonna murder uh, what, you. God, the I hate scenes. It's yeah. like they're just standing there, and she's like, "Man, it's so pretty out here." And he's like, "I hate sand. It's so <laughs> coarse and rough." I'm like, what are you doing? Maybe it's because <laughs> he was a slave. No, because he interacted with a lot of people. Yeah, no, he's just insane. And <laughs> I don't know. I'm crazy. Well, it wasn't too long ago. What it was like two years ago that me and you we watched episode two and three. Did we watch three? I thought we watched three. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I no, I thought we watched two and three. I thought we did both of them in two different days. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Uh, so long. It's like two I years. I definitely ago. remember watching two. I do remember watching two. I thought we watched three. Count Dooku is. The coolest character yeah, in Star I, Wars. I agree. And then they kill him. <laughs> they kill him. Just like everybody. God. No, I agree. He's very cool. Any any other movies, though? 
Um, Train Spotting. That's that's an interesting movie in the sense that I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, it's it's pretty terrifying. I I don't know. I get like a little queasy whenever I see needles, and this movie is just a bunch of uh, heroin junkies uh, shooting up like ninety five percent of the movie. So it was oh. definitely uncomfortable, but uh, I got through it. <laughs> But I it was, it was actually that. really good. It has um, Obi-Wan in it. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. So that's that's why I watched it. Of course. It was one of his first movies. And and they're Irish, Riley. You can appreciate I, it. I love a good Irish. Irish people. junkie. <laughs> oh, it's got some good actors in it. I like these guys. Yeah, no. The movie was really good. I'd probably give it like a... Maybe nine out of ten. Out out of personal preference, I'd probably give it like a uh four out of ten. Just too many. There were, there were so many. There's oh god. There was one scene where uh Ewan McGregor shoots up and it does a picture of inside of the needle and like it fully drains it and then you see all of the dirt inside of the needle also go through. And oh, uh, uh, huh? They made a, a yeah. They made a train spotting two. Oh really? Yeah, T two train spotting. I'm assuming it's a sequel. Um, it's also got really good reviews. I was expecting it to have bad reviews, you know, just because sequels. I'm like, Psh, a sequel can't be good, right? I don't no. know. No, it's it's been doing better it's very good that's true well it was also weird because i mean so train spotting came out in 1996 t2 came out in 2017 so there was just such a big gap mm. and i guess that could be a good or a bad thing depending i don't know but uh i mean it made a lot of money too i don't know i'll have to check it out now now i really want to watch it yeah i'd i'd recommend it for sure huh. It's really creepy though for sure so i should watch it late at night yeah not around any family (laughs) (laughs) you know what i shouldn't watch it in a public library (laughs) public library blast it in the speakers too yeah perfect interesting any other movies joey um actually i think that's been about it oh those those are some movies yeah some good movies, some Star Wars prequel movies. Take yeah. that, take that how you will. I still stand by. I can't watch one. I watched one so many times, and it's just, it just bores me. And I'm like, I hate it. It's so boring. It's so boring. I'm like, I don't like Gungans, and I don't really like any Liam Neeson. Okay. Boring. The Gungans weren't as bad as I remember. They're like actually pretty cool. It's literally just Jar Jar. Oh, I agree it's just Jar Jar. I just don't like Gungans. I just think the Gungan, and they have the shield, which is kind of cool, but then I mean, like, whatever. They're just shooting at each other in a field. It's just like, uh, pew, 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 and I'm like... But at this point, and then a little child flies a little spaceship and does a barrel roll, and he saves the day, and I'm like, ah. Yeah, that, that was kind of stupid. Yeah, just I didn't really like Yeah, like, that's the problem. Like, if Anakin wasn't in it, then it would be a little bit better... Pod racing's kind of cool. 
I like pod race. Yeah, Apparently pod race. in the extended uh extended edition they have like an extra pod racing scene. I did not oh. watch it because I didn't oh. really care. Um <laughs> did you watch that one pod racing scene. But uh uh shoot, what's the guy's name? Uh it begins with an S. I don't know. The bad pod racer guy. S- slippery slime. Slimo. No, that's what he that's what he calls someone. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look up bad guy in pod race and see what happens. Bad pod racer. Uh, Sabu Sabolba. Sabolba, yeah. Sabolba. He's actually pretty cool. I kind of like. He's okay. He's a Doug. Doug. What a a name! You're a Doug. Gosh. Oh, he's on the uh villains wiki. Funny. Of course, he's a bad man, Joey. He's a classic evildoer. <laughs> classic. He'll go down in history with the greats. Yeah, you know, Joker, uh, Freddy. Sebulba. <laughs> Add Sebulba to Dead by Daylight. Change my mind. <laughs> Change my mind. <laughs> Any other good stuff you've been up to the past couple weeks? Um, doing a lot of schoolwork. I just just finished my class. Uh, I just I did very, mine not too long ago too. Very glad, very glad it's done. It's always nice. Yeah, I'm so excited for next week when I have. To, uh, oh, of course. Two more. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh yes, when I have to do classes again, and this time it's all intensive, like super super intense math. Yeah. Like, nice discreet. Look, let's go. Calc two. Let's go. It's very good. Let's go. Easy peasy. <laughs> Good times, and um, and it's not on campus because we'll all we're all gonna die of the apocalypse. Yeah, just about. <laughs> Which we'll talk about the apocalypse later. We are what? Oh, I'm sure you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. We'll talk about a couple of apocalypses. Getting like time time travel, and there's a then the end of the world comes with you. Umbrella Academy. Oh, okay, <laughs> I I don't know why my. Brain did not immediately go there. My brain immediately went to uh, Transformers. And I was like, I guess you could say that that's the end of the world. <laughs> Surprisingly, not in that one. Not in that one. Um, but but we'll get into that yes. later. You but want an Umbrella Academy? But I, but I watched some movies. I watched some movies, you Joey. Watched, sorry, I'm, my mistake. No one cares about Umbrella Academy you right now. What, what movies did you see, Riley? <laughs> so, like you, I decided I'm going to watch movies that aren't very good. <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic. And after I watched the new Transformers show on Netflix, I decided to watch all the Michael Bay Transformers movies again. <laughs> But I never saw Transformers 5 the last night. I hadn't seen it before, so this is my first time watching it. Um, so I watched was it, them. Was it worth it? Was uh, it? Yes, I, I think they're worth the watch to the same extent the prequel movies are worth a watch. In the sense that, like, they're not boring, really. I mean, sometimes they're a little boring in parts, but especially if you haven't seen them in a while or if you haven't seen them before, they're a trip especially five. Oh my god five is one of the worst movies i've ever seen in my life in terms of movie making but you gotta watch it at least one time or else you're like because like it's an experience it's like a like they're gonna show it in classrooms of filmmakers and be like never do this <laughs> this, this, is, 
this right here is entirely wrong. <laughs> yes, this is bad. This is a sin to our our craft. Just like how you like dissect essays in your English class. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're like this. This right here, don't do. <laughs> no. So a weird thing about Transformers Five is that so. For those who don't know how movies work, aspect ratios, that is basically how much of the movie the screen is take or how much yeah, how much screen the movie takes up. So you it's those black bars on the top. Uh so some movies they don't have any black bars, uh, so they're like widescreen or whatever, and then sometimes they have a like there's like a special ratio. I can't remember exactly what it's called. Uh and then they're like, you know, all it's kind of like spread out. And depending on how much depending on what your aspect ratio is, you you can invoke different things. I think if you have, I don't know, there's like rules. Like if you have a lot of dialogue and a lot of like up close shots of people, I think you have no black bars. But if you have like a lot of scenes that you want to show, you put the black bars because it kind of emphasizes it in a special way. Uh, something like that. I don't, I'm, I don't remember. Um, but either way, this this Transformers Five, every single cut has like a different aspect ratio than the last one. I guess the trailer had like eight of them in it, but I swear the movie has so much more. There is a scene where Mark Wahlberg is talking to two other characters and the two characters, when they talk, they have an aspect ratio, but when he talks, it goes to a different one and it happens throughout the entire movie. And it is, it, it blew my mind. I was like, what is happening? I thought I was Pretty going horrible. crazy. It's, it's so weird, but like, like, it, like it just seems really distracting. Oh, it's so distracting. Like, I, I was like, I, it took me out of the movie multiple times. There's a scene where they have, like, the dude pulls out these drones. And so to make it look really intense, they put real big black bars in it. And they do, like, a lens flare. When they're pulling it out, they're like, whoa. And it's like, it's just drones. And then when he goes to throw the drone, they cut the camera back out. And then they take away all the black bars. And he just throws them in the air. It, I guess to show the shot of him flying. It's so weird. That, what? It's crazy. Yeah, like there'll be scenes in car chases and then you'll cut to the people in the car chase and it'll like be mega black bars and then it'll cut out. It'll be no black bars. They do it all the time. And I'm sure there's movies that have changed aspect ratio during the movie, I'm sure. But this does it every moment it can. Like it was doing it during dialogue. It was doing it when people were just standing there. Um... Also, I mean, I'm getting too much into it because as I told you, and I'm, I'm telling all the what's up with viewers so that I'm, they're going to hold you accountable. Whenever Bumblebee comes to is close to come out in like a year or whatever, we're going to go through all the Michael Bay movies. God. <laughs> make you watch all of them. I really I was, don't want I was thinking because I'm like, okay, there's five of them. We can do a, one a month maybe. Is that enough time for recuperation? You can watch one Transformers movie a month? Maybe. Is that, is that too much Transformers? One a month? We'll see. No, I, th I think that's okay. I think I can pull that. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what we do. I mean, because here's the thing. The first one is pretty good. It's actually not bad. I mean, it's like, it's just as good as Revenge of the Sith in the sense that as long as you're not being super critical, you can have a good time with it. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, two? Uh, two is, it's, it's pretty dull, I guess. It really drags in some parts, but... No, it's it's just actually kind of dull and sandy the whole way through. So it's it's I guess that one's pretty bad. Three has really bad plot and like dialogue, but I think the action set pieces and all that stuff is pretty entertaining. Like I kind of enjoy three as like a those action scenes are pretty fun. It's like a cinematic. 
Yeah, yeah, and I love three. It has like sound wave or it has shockwave. He finally shows up and he's got the big tendril monster. I don't even remember. Like they're going through Chicago and he's got a big ten ten tentacle monster like eating buildings and stuff. I think that stuff's kind of cool. Like that one, and I just really like shockwave. And uh so I thought that one was neat. Um four? I never remember fully, and I kinda don't like I kinda just like it. Four. Four is bad. Yeah, like it's pretty bad. There's only like one good aspect to it, and that's and that's you know uh, Tucci, who's like the bad scientist guy. He's just a good actor, and he's just enjoyable, um, you know. So, and uh, that just kind of carries it. But like Galvatron, bad. Transforming, bad. Dinosaurs, bad. It's all it's all bad. And actually, three also has uh, Soundwave in in. Who's actually on Earth, and I think he's kind of cool. I know some people don't dig it, but I think it's kind of neat. He's like in the—I don't remember what car he is. Brought like a cool Porsche or something, but he's all sleek and like he looks really like futuristic compared to the rest of them. Because you know how the rest are like very like just gray stacks of sheet metal, just yeah. crumbled up. He actually looks like real sleek and stuff, and he has like a sonic gun, so it's kind of cool. Uh, I don't know. I I, I think three is actually kind of enjoyable if you kind of just you know put some. If you just don't care about it. Yeah, if you don't go like, you're like, ah, just for some goofy fun. Four is pretty bad, but I still sometimes watch it. But every time I watch it, I think I hate it a little more. So, that makes sense. Uh, but I never remember it. And then I rewatch it because I'm like, I don't remember this movie. And then I rewatch it. and I'm like, oh, I hate it. <laughs> like I hate it so much. Oh, but it, I know I said, one, OK, so here's the thing. We, we might do once every month. But I really think there's something interesting about watching them pretty closely together because you still you yeah, see the slow like, descent into madness. Yeah, I'm thinking once a week, probably. Oh, that might not be. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll just keep doing episodes, but we'll just we'll just yeah. I don't know. We'll do like well, like once a month. We would have to start five months early. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out, and uh, who knows? Like, hopefully, hopefully, maybe we'll we'll do something fun along the way. Maybe we'll be like. I don't know. Maybe I'll tell you to stock up on some minis. And we'll do, all right, I got you. We'll, yeah, we'll do mini sure. painting party like we did with Spider-Man, where we watched all the Spider-Mans in like two days. I got you. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, maybe we'll do that. We'll do something fun. Maybe I'll buy you food or something just so you will actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you won't hate me afterwards. Um, but yeah, no, we'll, t- we'll talk. I just, I did that. Okay. That was a thing. Just so everyone knows I went one week, so I might be rambling a bit cause it kind of drives you crazy. Shotgunning all the transformers movies in like three days, but I did it for the good of humanity. I don't think so. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, another transformers media. I got the first paperback collection, uh, basically the first chapter kind of thing of transformers more than meets the eye. It was like a, 2015 comic book series that's considered to be uh by far the best transformers comic book uh out there and so i happened to find the first you know collection oh it was 2012 but it went until 2016 um so i have the first thing and i started reading it and it starts with the one shot kind of book uh that kind of branches the like the comic book universe that it was kind of doing because it's kind of like maybe like a soft introduction kind of thing. It's not like a reboot because they still have all the comics before it that are canon. So there's a lot you kind of have to catch up on. So there's like a book that kind of like puts it in a way that you can quickly jump in, I guess. 
and I guess train like Optimus Prime, I guess dies, kind of, and then he comes back, but like some time later, he does like a weird like jump star into like like the future a bit. And what I thought was interesting is that I guess the war between Autobots and Decepticons kind of like died out. Like I guess there was finally like some sort of close conclusion to it. Um, and so all the Cybertronians who are neutral or like looking for refuge who left the planet, they all come back. So it's like millions of Cybertronians, like in all these crazy ships suddenly come back to Earth. And like Optimus Prime wasn't Optimus Prime when they left because I wasn't, you know, like there was other guys and stuff. And so they show up and they're like, we hate you, Orion Pax, because I guess that was his name before he was Optimus Prime. because That's like a title, I guess, canonically in some universes. And so like we hate you and everything. And they're like, they have like, they're like protesting and they have like a little tiny Optimus Prime who's hanging, you know, <laughs> they're just like waving it around like to kill Optimus and stuff. And it's, it's like a whole bunch of stuff like that. So there's like two books, like one that takes place on earth with all like the original guys. And then one where basically everyone from the movie, so like hot rod and ultra Magnus, they, take i think a spaceship and they go to i guess look for like the knights of cybertron cybertron or something i don't know i haven't gotten that but they they go out and do space exploration and then there's a book on cybertron i kind of want to read the cybertron one because that's more my speed all those guys and everything but right. this book is supposedly good and i still like you know I, I dig hot rod and ultra magnus so i'll check it out so i just started reading it so books thumbs up comic books and i don't know uh, who who would have guessed that Riley was such a big Transformers fan? I know. I've been hiding it for so long. Because like, well, what happened was, is like, I did. I loved them. Like, I've, I watched all the Michael Bay ones from one to four when they came out. I used to go with family members. You know, I was like a kid. I done like, you know, because what I was like seven when the first one came out. Uh, I watched the cartoons. You know, I watched a lot of the cartoons. Uh, I played a ton. I played, I played, I played every single Transformers video game, basically, until... The ones that came after Fall of Cybertron, so it was like Rise of the Dark Sparks. That was kind of weird, uh, but I played played all the games before that, basically. Uh, and yeah, like the War for Cybertron and Fall for Cybertron are like some of the best games I've ever played. I love them. I played I played through those campaigns so many times, and I just set up my 360 again because you can't buy the games anymore because of stupid licensing deals. So I'm I hooked up my 360 to hopefully play through them again. Nice. God. I love those. Like those games are like the best Transformers you'll ever get in your entire life. Let me tell you, they're they're so dang good. Uh, and you think you can play the first one, uh, because each mission has three people. You can play the first one with people, because each mission has three characters together, which is kind of neat. The second one doesn't have that because the second one's like super immersive. Like each, like you got you only play as one character, and there's like all these action set pieces that are very important, but. I love them. It's great. They're so good. Transformers is wonderful. I love. I love it. I haven't. I haven't done it in so long. I'm like going back, and I'm re. I'm reliving my childhood. Nice. I kind of did that with Alien. So, because like, like I one day I was like, wait a second. You, I kind of like Alien and Predator. Right. And Do you like Predator. Alien, Predator, or Transformers? Oh no! Don't don't make me pick. I can only pick one. Yes, only one. Gosh, if I had to pick... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Joe, what have you done to me? These, these are the questions that need to be answered, Ryan. Oh, gosh. There can what? only be one. 
And if there could, okay, is this like there could only be, okay, so like I can only have the old stuff, like if it was like, if I can only have one thing of the old things, that like the things that currently exist and no new things. Correct. I, I would probably pick Alien because those are more enjoyable probably in terms like, like all the movies are pretty good. Alien Isolation is a really good game and stuff. And that's just, you're you're really going to cool. do Transformers like that. Well, because here's the thing with Transformers is not... I like the idea of Transformers. All those movies are bad, kind of. The Transformers ones. None of them are particularly very good. And the Alien movies are good. But I don't think that's fair. I mean, Alien and Predator, they have a lot of movies together. They're basically the same thing. they got to be put together. You can't have one I, without the other. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's Cause, that's cause cheating, them, but it's fair. Because <laughs> then I would put them together, and they're like, "Okay, that makes." Because I'd be like, "Well, Aliens only a few movies, Predators only a few movies, and like you know, there's other material. Like I've I've read some Alien books that are really pretty good. Uh, there's like a there was one I was actually really enjoying. I should try to finish that up if it was short. But like, there's a lot of good stuff. But like, they're not very big franchises. Transformers, big franchise, right? But I would say I had I could probably. Because Transformers has given so much bad stuff, if we ever get something from Transformers that it's in the quality of the good stuff from Alien and Predator, I would probably be insanely happy. But I don't know if we'll ever get something as good as, like... I don't know. Bumblebee is fire. Okay, that's the thing. I don't remember... I thought I remember enjoying Bumblebee, but, like, everything I see, everyone's like, no, that movie's pretty good. And I'm like, what's it? I thought... I can't remember. Like... I remember giving it, like... A good, like, we were very surprised at how well. Yeah, maybe that was it. I remember the Decepticons actually being intriguing characters, which was good. I don't. It's on Amazon Prime, so I'm gonna watch it again eventually. So, but that's true. Who knows? Maybe Transformers will get super good. I don't know. I don't want to pick any of them. How dare you, Joey? You've made me. You made me destroy my own childhood. I now <laughs> question myself. But yeah, I I consumed a lot of Transformers. Not a whole lot of anything else of particular note that we won't talk about later. And I feel like I've rambled enough because, uh, I mean, I don't know. I was on a big road trip, so I just had a lot to talk about, I guess, about Transformers. That's fair. But I think we've we've held the viewers up long enough, even though anyone who's listened enough at this point probably knows just to skip like 20 minutes ahead if they don't want to listen. That is Um, true. We, we should probably get into some news, because there's some interesting news that's happening. Interest? Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a nice one that you'll probably enjoy somewhat, because of all the Transformers that I talked about, and you don't like... When, when I say Michael Bay Transformers, I know you die inside. A uh, little, little, little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, there's, so there was reports that there was no, there's not going to be a, a Star Wars um, solo sequel right well we're not we're definitely not going to get a movie i think i think that's pretty much guaranteed we're never going to get solo 2 the movie right um but i see some conflicting reports about the possibility about uh that actor returning to play the character han solo in a disney plus show now the thing that's up in the air is what is the disney plus show i've seen uh, I've seen rumors about possibly a um, a Donald Glover 
uh, Lando show. That'd be interesting. That probably would be the best one out of these options. I think I saw possibly show involving other side characters, maybe. I can't remember exactly which ones. I don't know if there's maybe like 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 the like the crime uh group that's in that. What's that? The Crimson Dawn or whatever. Or uh maybe those other kind of uh smuggler stealing people that he interacted with when they stole the train. Um but possibly there's there's just been a lot of reports of that something from solo whether it's lando whether it's the plot line with the whole crimson dawn and all those crime bosses um darth maul uh which actually darth maul might have been definitely deep no no i thought darth maul was definitely maybe having a thing i don't that's that's also more news that's a little weird is that darth that ray park the guy who plays darth maul the actor the live action one there was like a video that was posted on his Instagram showing explicit acts. And so Disney cut ties with him maybe. So he won't be playing Darth Maul anymore. But then they claimed that it wasn't him and that he was hacked on Instagram. So basically what I'm saying is, is that there's a lot of talk Hmm. of something with Han Solo in a show. I don't know. I don't know. I I think Lando's the best one, right? Probably. That's the only one that I could think of that would be like somewhat relevant and somewhat cool. Yeah. Plus, it would be like it would be detached enough. Unless they just pull like a Rogue One and just bring a bunch of random people and be like, "Haha, here you go." Also, Han Solo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think, uh, speaking of Rogue One, that. I mean, it makes sense for them to do Lando because Rogue One has led to Cassian Andor show where, you know, like the second, you know, leading actor or like supporting actor kind of thing is um, given his own show. Cassian gets a show. So then Lando would get a show. That makes sense. I mean, that's like the same formula. And we and you know that these companies love doing the same thing over and over again. That is true. They can't get enough of it. But I don't know. I mean, I'm I kind of so Han Solo was a it was was a how would you say it wasn't bad. It wasn't trash like I thought it was going to be. It was like, oh, that was kind of good. Like, it was, it was yeah. a solo movie, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. But I I don't think I would hate to see a sequel. And I and I say I say this every time I know and then I and then I'll take it back. Do we need any more Darth Maul? Um probably not <laughs> yeah like i said this with clone wars too i was like man more darth maul and then darth maul is super cool in in clone Wars season seven don't get me wrong i loved it yeah but i i definitely get what you mean like it definitely feels like he's just like an escape goat for like a good story yeah like, like don't like i love seeing darth maul he is so cool but yeah. also you gotta be a little more creative. You can't just Please. keep killing this guy and bringing him back. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are other things to happen besides Darth Maul. Yeah, like, like I talk bad about Legends because Legends, what they did was is that they would just make new stuff all the time, and it was so crazy. Like, it got to a point it was ridiculous. Like, where there's so many clones of Luke Skywalker, that everyone has Force powers. Um, 
you know, crazy stuff, right? Like it was, they got to the point where they were just making books about literally anything. And everyone had this weird special niche about them that was just like, this is crazy. Like it, it was weird. Like, and I, and I talked kind of bad about it, but Disney's gone too far the other way where Star Wars is now like <laughs> four people doing anything. Yeah. No, it's just four people who happen to be in the in the correct place when important things happen <laughs> for no reason. And it's like they made one good character, Kylo Ren, I would say. He's pretty good, yeah. So they can do it again. They can make another good character for one of these other properties. And well, that's but, not like the Mando. Think, the Mando. Think, think about the ratio, Riley. Like you're you're pulling Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, I I what counter with Rose. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rose Rose was kind of handled poorly. Rose, I think Rose was just too dramatic. She was kind of unrealistic. Like. It was too, yeah, I guess it was just too dramatic. Like, why are you experiencing such incredible emotions? Like, it's kind of childish. Yeah. You're not very, which, I mean, you could argue it doesn't matter because it's an epic. So in epic, sometimes people are weird. But I don't I don't know, whatever. Sequels, bad movies. All three of them. All three are bad movies. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> just like Revenge of the Sith, only one of them is kind of watchable, and that's The Force Awakens. Everything, <laughs> they're all bad. And I only watched The Last Jedi to watch the last, like, 20 minutes of that movie because I really enjoy it. I think it's the last 20 or 30 minutes. Whenever Rey goes and sees Snoke. Once Rey meets, like, that whole scene in Snoke's throne room, that's when the movie gets good for me and everything else is bad. Fair. So, I, 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 can, I can agree with that. Yeah. And then Rise of Skywalker is just dumpster fire. So. Um, yeah, like, so, like, instead of getting a Darth Maul stuff with Han Solo. Why don't we make new bounty hunters or something, right? Or focus on bounty hunters that are already existing that like oh, we don't do true. anything with. That's true. Show Dangar actually doing something. Yeah, <laughs> Dangar some... uh Greedo IG in there. Yeah, IG Heck, droid. You could just do Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll be in the Mandalorian. So they are. They will are doing he it. Yeah, that's confirmed. Who's confirmed? But like, will he be in it? Well, supposedly he was that guy's boots in that one scene that everyone was like, that had to be Boba Fett. And I was like, is it? And then it's like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we could talk about The Mandalorian season two and how about is that going to be any good? But I think we'll save that to when we get more footage of that season that's two. But I just thought I would bring up Solo. Like, if we do get something, I do think I would rather have a Lando because that's cool and unique. Um, but if we are going to follow another Solo property, let's drop the Darth Maul stuff, even though it did seem kind of interesting. I want to see Han Solo getting to bounty hunter smuggling mischief with the other ones because he knows them. They all know each other. At least him and Greedo have met before. I'm pretty sure that's assumed from their interaction in A New Hope. It is. So, like, and I'm sure... Well, maybe. I mean, I mean, he's... Well, I thought it was. He was like, oh, Greedo, you know, like, he knew him by name when he saw him, and then, like, they say some things. Well, because both of them kind of work for Jabba. Well, that's what I'm saying. Have it be a thing where he's working for Jabba, so he's got to interact with all these other guys, too, while he's doing That'd these cool. jobs. 
Yeah, here. why why does Han Solo owe Jabba the Hutt so much money? Yeah, and like, and you know, it's funny is because I think we complained about Solo being like, oh, we have to explain everything that was mentioned in that movie, but you explained all the uninteresting bit. Yeah. Like the Kessel Run, like, okay, that was some racer, like, of like, like he did something very quickly. Um, the dice, God, uh, that, that dice. was pretty cool. The dice was stupid. The d- I the still d- don't understand the dice. The dice are completely meaningless. They're be... never seen ever again. No, they're in the Last Jedi. They act like it's important, and it's like what? It's I think like, that was wow. That's crazy. And that wasn't a Ryan Johnson thing. That was definitely a Disney executive decision for some reason. Oh, guaranteed. And it wasn't even like he won the Falcon with the dice. He won the Falcon in a card game. Oh yeah, no. The dice literally are meaningless. Yeah. But like him meeting Chewie, I think was kind of cool because he was like the the, the soldier I, and all that stuff. I liked Kessel. I didn't like how it looked. I thought visually it was bad. It was weird. I liked their explanation because I guess so. I didn't fully get like, what I it, it literally made no sense beforehand. Yes, you're right. It didn't, and they had to try to fix it. Like I mean, oh, again, space cloud. Yeah, again, I'm like movie good, but listen, if it's him doing bounty hunter missions, and then that's how we found out he owes Jabba something. One, sure, we know it ends with him owing Jabba money, but like everything else, we don't know. Right. Really. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess you could argue with the Kessel Run. We know he does it, but we don't know why. But I mean, that's not intriguing. Or Same. how? Yeah, it was like. Oh, he did that in a short distance. How did he do it? It's like, well, he he did it. So I don't, I don't know, whatever. But I just thought solo news has been kind of creeping up. So keep that in your minds, guys, because maybe we're gonna get it. And I mean, there's worse things we could get. You know, we could get a young Anakin movie or a TV no. show. <laughs> no. In other news, Joey, uh, moving on to video game stuff, uh, Marvel's Avengers is a game that we've talked about a couple of times. Yes, we have. The PlayStation beta opens up this weekend for everybody, so I gotta, I gotta, do, I gotta do that. <laughs> gotta download it and stuff. Um, people have been playing it and reviewing it, and it seems like a thing that if you like that kind of stuff, you'll enjoy it probably. Okay. If you like Destiny 2 style gameplay, you'll probably like it. You'll probably do raids a few times to get loot to get stronger. Um, which I kind of like. I have wasted time in Destiny fran- in franchise because it's very easy just to sit there and kill guys a lot and just have because I enjoyed the gameplay and it was just fun to shoot guys a lot and use my abilities and collect loot. It was easy to just kind of get lost in it while I was, you know, listening to music or something. Agreed. Yeah. The the only problem with Destiny was that it was so short and limited. Exactly. It's there wasn't enough. The stuff that was there wasn't bad. They just needed right. more of it without spending fifty dollars in expansion, which exactly. that might be an exaggeration, but it's basically the same thing. It's definitely more than fifty dollars, actually. <laughs> oh no. But with everything basically being free from this uh and with the confirmation of two new heroes with an asterisk next to that statement which i'll explain in a moment and more to come um i think there's more promise and we're big old nerds who like marvel and superheroes that is true i did hear that the characters played relatively differently from each other though 
Black Widow feels very much like your generic, like your more standard, streamlined third-person shooter kind of like new Tomb Raiders, Uncharted style gameplays. You know, I got you. Yeah. So that supposedly works really well. Uh, Iron Man has been fixed a lot from his previous flying, so it's a little more responsive, maybe. But again, the beta might not have enough room to do it because you're kind of in corridors, so it's hard to test at the moment. Right. But promising. Thor plays a lot like God of War mm. with, a, with a lot of hammers and like throws and like that, that kind of like that feel to it when you do it, which is cool. Uh, Hulk is Hulk. Right. You know, classic. He's, yeah, he's pretty destructive and stuff. Um, I watched, a re- I was, watch- I read some reviews. I was like, I was reading articles from like IGN and, and all that of stuff. And then I watched, uh, some YouTube reviews and one of them, uh, basically was like, this is maybe good, but maybe only if you have friends? Question mark? Hmm. I don't know. I could see it being better for sure if you have friends. Yeah. I mean, that- I mean, to be fair, everything is better if you have friends playing. Sometimes. Life. Sometimes not, I would say. I mean, Depends. single Dep- player games, probably not. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, single player games, if you, have, if you have friends, sometimes it kind of really clashes because it's not made for that. Yeah. So it gets, it gets kind of weird. Um, but like I was watching one guy, he was doing a walkthrough of it, and he was like, eh. And then it was like he was playing through the story, the campaign, and he got to a part where you can fight it's like it's like an actual story mission and you fight abomination and that seemed kind of cool it's like a hulk story mission and you actually fight you do a boss fight with abomination and his like all the designs and like the set pieces are cool and stuff so i think that was kind of neat so i don't know i guess is what everyone's interpretation is gotcha so i guess we'll just have to wait and see for ourselves you don't get to play it joey i do not because you don't have a playstation you have to wait a whole nother week if you want to play it on your own. But I can play it, hopefully. So sad. I'm curious about if any of the modes are going to require like PlayStation Plus. Because I have to decide what I want to buy the game on. And there was news about the game that kind of heavily is influencing my decision. Uh, two new heroes <laughs> were uh, announced to be... Uh, well, well, one of them, which is Hawkeye is going to be after the game comes out uh dlc he'll be i think he'll be probably be the first dlc hero uh so okay. again hawkeye completely free and like he'll have his own missions and everything because everything's free it's just like you're, you're just gonna spend tons of money on cosmetics which look cool don't get me wrong they look pretty neat um but i mean like okay sweet hawkeye pretty cool shoot some stuff with a bow and arrow that'd probably be some fun stuff maybe trick arrows and then they announced the dreaded news, Joey, that we've talked about. Stupid. Spider-Man is a, is a playable character and his storyline, uh, which I think it was just considered to be a short storyline, I guess is how it's worded, uh, is completely a PlayStation 4 exclusive. It's a self-contained story arc is what it is, actually. Literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So, it just makes me so mad. Basically, they were like, oh yeah, Sony was like, hey, just add this on top, please. And so they did. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. So I, I got into some conversations with some people on Twitter because I had tweeted about this stuff. 
Sony, I think, does not officially own the Spider-Man video game rights. Like they do the movies. Everyone's like, oh, but Sony owns Spider-Man. Sony does not own Spider-Man. Marvel owns Spider-Man. Uh, Sony owns the TV movie rights. Um, but Marvel, studi- Marvel, the company, I think basically is doing... It's like lending Spider-Man to Sony. I think Why? at any moment, any moment Marvel can just take it back, I'm fairly certain. Why are they doing that? Yeah, so what it was, Marvel came, went to Sony and was like, hey, get in, you want to do this? And then they were like, oh, let's make Insomniac do it. And then after that game came out, Sony ended up buying it anyway. Because Insomniac has done a lot of PlayStation exclusive games. So basically, Marvel wanted a good a good Spider-Man game, and they went to Sony to make it. Sony doesn't own Spider-Man. Like, it, it just, I, I just, it was just funny because, and I told you about this, uh, there is, there were three responses to the tweet that were vastly different. One was a person who was like, oh, thank you for understanding and actually being intelligent. And, you know, she just corrected me on some stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that exactly. Uh, like Insomniac, I thought they had purchased it before the game came out, but they actually purchased it afterwards. Um, then one guy was like, no, you're wrong. Sony owns the Spider-Man games. Look at, at, the, at like, you know, all the past playstation 1 to playstation 4 games which before the newest spider-man game all of them were on xbox and some were on pc i'm pretty sure so get out of here with that i don't know what that was supposed to mean and then he told me to google it and i just left that conversation because i just googled it right now and and i can find information that tells me they don't own it so uh yeah but then i thought the funniest response was this dude and um I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up real quick. I I can't remember because I want to get the exact wording because I don't know why. It made me laugh. Just, just so hard on my road trip when I had read it. Oh here. It is. Oh yeah. So then, so this guy he just randomly tweets and he tweets at me and he says, "Are you stupid or something?" That's it. It just randomly just sits like out of there, like out later, and I'm like, amazing. And Twitter flagged it for being inappropriate because he called me stupid. God. And I thought that was uh, just. Uh, those are the best arguments where the person just says nothing but, are you stupid? Yeah. Literally, the other guy, he was like, no, they do own it, and he was he was making an argument with incorrect information, sure, but like he was actually trying to make an argument. This guy just comes out and he's like, are you stupid or something? And I'm like, God, I love this. It made me laugh so hard. Gotta love it. Gotta love it when people be hating on you, you know? God. It, it, yeah. Love it. Makes so much. Uh, so good. But yeah, so I just wanted to say that that Marvel is just letting Sony kind of get away with a lot of this exclusivity stuff in video games, but they don't. Marvel can take it back at any time. They can't take the movie rights back at any time. That straight up is owned by Sony. Um, I think there's a theory that the reason Marvel is letting them do all the game stuff is so that they can keep Tom Holland, Spider-Man in the MCU. That was because again, we don't know the true agreement that was made, but there's a I think there's a theory that's what that's what's happening. Hmm. That Sony's like, okay, we'll let you keep using it, but we get like basically exclusivity to Spider-Man games. And it's all like really, you know, hush, hush. I like it. I don't know if it's true and i haven't seen like any evidence to support it but i'm i'm that's my guess that's my conspiracy theory i dislike it so 
I, I agree though. I think this is bad. Um, that's just that's just so stupid, man. People just people. So that means just some players aren't gonna ever play a Spider-Man. Like that sucks. Yeah. And, and also, I'm like, does that mean we're not gonna get any crossplay? Because a lot of games have been adding crossplay, you know. Yeah, I. And I don't. Like that's mad. that sucks. And it's like now I probably just won't buy the game. Because I know that's the thing. Like, because I mean, like I was like, oh, you know, depending on what you get it on, like, oh, what mm-hmm. I get it on, and if there's crossplay. You know, I was hoping there would be some loosey goosey so then we can just buy it on whatever we want. We can just play with whoever we want and all that good jazz. But now it's like, well, shoot. Well, shoot. I either have to buy a PS4 yeah. <laughs> and the game in order to play a character that I actually like, or I can just not play by myself on PC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like, that's the thing. Like, I. If I do enjoy it, I'll probably just get it on PlayStation because I already own a PlayStation. Right. It's not costing me any more money. I can buy it on any of the consoles. Right, which makes sense. Plus, yeah. since you're guaranteed a free character, I probably you kinda, will pick. Kind of would be stupid to not. Yeah, like I'm just I would miss content if I didn't. Exactly. Yeah, I I think it's super lame. It's it's unhealthy and. There's also more news that the PlayStation 5 or the like Sony is spending billions and billions of dollars or maybe like a billion dollars. Maybe it's 750 million. That's probably what I meant to say. Um so like almost like a billion dollars in in exclusive games for the PlayStation 5 and just exclusive content. So uh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So I guess it works. And the thing is gamers I don't I don't know. And I why why would anyone like this? I see people in the Sony comments. <laughs> well, yeah, Sony does. But like I see gamers in like comment sections and they're like, good, you know, good, you know, Sony's the best. PlayStation, and I'm like, why do people support companies? Like maybe I I'm just don't know. like maybe I'm just like a disgruntled like, person. Sorry for all of the PC and Xbox gamers out there that are uber biased to what they play. But PC gamers are the best. They don't care. No, no, you no, can no. Do whatever you want. Just no. give us content, please. I guess it, any guess what? Gamers are the best gamers who gamers are the best. The gamers who don't judge other gamers on any metric are the best gamers. That is true. Because that's the thing. You want to play on Xbox? Play on Xbox. Why? You like Gears of War and Halo? Good for you. Good for uh, you. That's perfectly fine. You know, whatever. Because, like, that's the thing. If you have a few here and there that are with your company, I think that's okay. Oh, yeah. No, that's totally fine. Like, Microsoft makes that. Okay. That's cool. You get it. Um, of course, that doesn't matter anymore because Microsoft's putting so much stuff on PC nowadays. So, who cares? Halo Infinite coming to PC on launch. Um, but, like, okay. I get it. You know, there's, there, there's a level you have to agree with. But, like, but- releasing the same game but making one gamer have better stuff and more stuff than other gamers it's yeah, just weird I, I don't i don't like it and people who defend sony for that sorry but you're just a bunch of sheep for some <laughs> stupid reason you decided that you were going to judge your entire personality and identity off a company who makes up a, a computer that runs games and it's like at that point you're not even like you don't even like them because of like the company you just like them because they give you more content 
that yeah, others don't give you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? Why? Like, it's stupid. Why is this okay? Uh, yeah, so... Whatever. Yeah, so... And I will say, like, I see people who are like, I'm not going to get the game now, and I, and I, and I agree. Like, I, I don't like this, and I guess you could say I'm hypocritical if I do get the game, but I mean... I, won't, I, mean, I mean, I no. might. I will admit it. Like, totally fine if you still get the game. <laughs> I would still get the game. Yeah. It's stupid that they're doing it, though. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, it's wrong. But I just... And it, and it probably won't matter. I, I don't know. I think the... I don't know what the best idea is to do. Because I think the problem is, is that they're, they're just getting away with it. And, like, how do you stop them anymore? Cannot. It's like Disney. Have we reached the point we can't stop them? Yeah, Disney will just rule the world now. Gosh. Whatever. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll download the beta, and I'll just go in trying to enjoy it as a game. And if I enjoy it as a game, then I'll, I'll stick with it, and I'll play it, and whatnot. And, you know, whatever. You know, it is what it is. But I will say, if it is something that, that you don't like, then just don't get a game. Don't think you gotta get the game. If, you, don't, if something you, you just don't like it, just don't like it. And then be like, hey, Sony, you suck. Hey, Sony, I hate you. Yeah, like, say that. Tweet it at him. Because they probably deserve it. <laughs> at Sony, are you stupid or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be our new thing, Joey. Just, <laughs> are you stupid or something? Stupid or something? Gosh. Yes, I like that. That's good. I love that. Oh. Other video game news, Joey, that isn't very good either is uh, Halo Infinite has been delayed to 2021. It was supposed to come out really soon, like in a matter of months, and then they oh. shifted it to next year. And everyone's like, ooh, that's so, it's, that's, pretty, that's pretty spooky, because why are they delaying it? A lot of people were like, ooh, this game kind of looks bad from the gameplay demo. It looks unfinished. It looks kind of trash. Um, and it's going to be a, like... The, the new consoles come out this holiday, and so this game was going to be the launch for it, right? It was going to be the launch title. Right. But now that's not coming out with it. Is that going to hurt Xbox sales? Uh, potentially. I mean, yeah, maybe. Like, they're going to... At least very the quarter. The immediate sales. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, the immediate sales are going to look real bad, and that's going to that's gonna make, gonna make the business more untrustworthy, and it's going to, you know... It's gonna look real bad on their part, and then PlayStation's gonna get more momentum, and it's because like look at the 360. Like I think some argue that the PlayStation 3 by the end of it had sold more than the 360, but if you ask most gamers, they say that the 360 won that generation because it was better at the beginning. Xbox One was Xbox One was pretty bad at the start of this generation, and so it's just like yep, PS4 won, and still yeah, PS4 probably won at the end, but. If Xbox came out with like the Xbox Game Pass, where you can spend like ten bucks a month to get like tons of AAA titles to Ooh, play, higher. Like if they came out with that in the beginning of the year, because they have that now, and, and backwards compatibility. Because once they came out backwards compatibility, everyone was like, "Oh!" Then they had something to to work off of. And this new one, they had a chance with an actual good Halo game, but it's not. It's not happening. Got to wait a whole year. So, I just thought it kind of sucked. Like, you know, not just like that. That's really sad to hear. 
that they're delaying it. Did you watch the, the uh, that one gameplay trailer that they had shown not too long ago? Uh, With the grappling hook in his arm and everything? No. No. It looked okay. <laughs> it's It has oh. an interesting polish on it that's kind of weird. And I don't know how I like the grappling hook thingy. It looks kind of doomy, which is okay, because I thought Halo always felt more in the arcade shooter Doom style. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, it doesn't, like, it didn't even have a sprint button. You kind of just moved and shot and jumped and crazy and did flips and stuff, but I don't know. Just, I just, I, just, I don't know. It just, just so that I would, I would tell you that news that maybe Xbox is not going to have a good time because Halo is being delayed, and who knows? So, sucks for them, I guess. Luckily, I wasn't going to buy either console. <laughs> so. Nice. Not not for a while, at least. Yeah. I, I'm like, no. But Joey, that was basically all of the most of the news. Uh, there's like small stuff here and there, but we have other, you know, topics to talk about. Oh, yeah. In general. And I, I thought we would we would get into those. So, Joey, we got Transformers, War for Cybertron, Chapter 1, Siege. And we have the long-awaited... Umbrella Academy Season 2. Which one would you like to talk about first? Um, the Umbrella Academy. The um- Umbrella Academy? The Umbrella Academy. No, Umbrella. It's so delicious. Delicious. So tasty. <laughs> um, wow. It is fire, though. Like, I thought that it was much better than the first. Oh, I uh, I a hundred percent agree. Season, it. One thing I will say, it almost feels like season two and season one kind of are one thing. Um, yes, I said that I know what you. Mean. Yeah, especially considering what season three is going to be. Uh, um, which is spoilers. We're not going to spoils. No spoils. Yeah. <laughs> um, because season three is very different, I think, from what we're getting, because compared to two and one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I, I was glad to... I remember us talking about it, and I explained my um, nervousness about uh, Fives just being the only developed character, and we thought... Well, I thought that uh, all the others were going to be like uh like brand new like they didn't remember anything or whatever yeah yeah i remember yeah, yeah, yeah stuff like that which is not at all what happens i no. forgot that at the end of uh season 1 they all yeah they all time traveled together time traveled together which means that they're all de- developing still which actually changed my opinion about a lot of the characters and my liking of them one thing I think that is very cool about season two of Umbrella Academy is that I think they actually like grew the characters and they took the character growth that was starting to show up in season one. Again, this is why I think season one and two are kind of just together in one big chunk because all the growth in season one and stuff that we were starting to get and all the, all the stuff we learned about these characters and everything in season two Almost, I think, like, actually, all of their situations that they're in have something to do with 
their situation uh their their character growth um oh yes so uh, I, th- yeah. I think i think you can say basically all of them i mean actually all of them do of course relate to it uh I don't. I don't think any of it's really a spoiler because it's all in the trailer, and I called some of it. Like obviously, Allison is doing um, civil rights movement. I mean, you can kind of tell from the trailer, but I mean, that makes sense. What else was she gonna do? Like, right? That's yeah. That's it's what that's the 60s. <laughs> like that's yeah. Like I mean, a, a a black person in the '60s and one who is very strong and is you know is like you know. It's a big part of like events and everything. Very and, charismatic as well. Yeah, like of course that's what she's gonna do. And what was interesting is again, character trait. She hadn't used her powers the entire time, and she did the entire thing. And her and her husband set us whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay, listen. If you're really worried, don't. We're, we're we won't spoil the big things, but we might spoil little things. So if you're really concerned, just watch season two. Yeah, just watch it. Why? Why are you here? Yeah. It's already been out for like a couple days. Yeah, yeah. Come on, what are you doing? This is Netflix we're talking about. You're supposed to watch it all <laughs> in one go. Um, I don't know how anyone could watch this like an episode a week. Oh yeah, no, that would have been horrible. Like they're just big movies. Like I feel like I have to watch them in one girl, so I'm gonna like, I'm gonna lose some of the shine on it. I don't know. That's just me, I guess. But uh, another thing was like, well, because of their, their civil rights movement, they talk a lot about honor and dignity, I think is what they keep saying. They repeat that over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Like, she did dishonorable things, arguably, when she was using her powers to do oh, things. Oh, yeah. So, like, again, like, that was a neat character thing. Uh, I don't know about Diego necessarily experienced character growth in the first season, but I think in this one they put him in a situation to experience some form of growth. Changes a lot, and I love it. Yeah, like, like oh, he, God, he's so much better. Oh, 100%. He's so much more enjoyable. Like, he was such a cool... He, he might be the MVP in this. I think Klaus is the I, MVP from season one. Yeah. I think Diego might be... But Allison, I think, is pretty good, too. But I think Diego just... He does a lot of cool things. Yeah, I, I fully agree. I'm not going to remember any of their actors' names. Uh, was it David Castaneda is Diego. Emmy Raver Lampman is Allison. Tom Hopper is Luther. Um, Aiden Gallagher is number five. Robert Sheehan? Sheehan? She? She? I don't know. Uh, is Klaus? Uh, who am I missing? Oh, Ellen Page is Vanya, obviously. Ellen Page big actress uh is that is that all of them did i miss anyone just a mean as ben i think that's i think that's everybody i'm gonna go with that's everybody if i missed anyone i apologize but there you so go i okay so i remember from uh the first i did not like you didn't like luther i i think everyone thought luther was luther sorry was the weakest in season one i think most people dislike luther the most yeah but i would say in this definitely better i don't think that he grew very much i like at all i don't know if he grew same no i i disagree i think kind of because he doesn't really get more responsible well he doesn't no no his issue is 
because like first season nobody really re- respects his leadership and he just becomes like a little crybaby correct and in this, he's kind of doing the same thing i like all all of the leadership in this one they just put on five well like, yeah of course. as soon as five said something they were like all right yeah i got you well yeah i don't okay here's the thing i don't think luther's character art is it shouldn't and i don't think it, it doesn't make sense to go into the route where he becomes more of a leader is part of the reason why people don't like his season one of him is because they find him kind of annoying or something yes you know like he's like oh this guy's kind of a loser like that's the point though he's number one he's the head man the big shot you know he's the tall dude the muscular dude um he he is like the figurehead but he's really bad at it like he's he's a loser no one respects him he's he's just you know a bootlicker to hargreaves and everything and I guess maybe he doesn't get growth, right? Necessarily, because in this one he actually finds the exact same situation to put himself in. Yep. For working for a dude, so that he can put himself right back in that situation. But instead of this, I think I think there was growth in the sense that he accepts it. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't really try to be a leader in this too much. I guess. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, like, like he's, he's like, he's like, this is what I do. Like, I work for dudes, and I do what they want, and that's happy. Which is fine. Some people don't need to be the head guys. They're fine with just doing something for somebody, and just being really close, like, right-hand man to a guy. And I think that was what was, that's why it was nicer in this, is because he just accepted who he was. And he was like, yeah, it's what I do, you know? I work for guys. I punch people for dudes. I don't. I don't need anything else. I don't need a. I don't need anything more in life. Which I think. I think that was the character growth. Like he doesn't try to leadership anybody. There isn't any of that. He's just like, yep. I. I do what I do. So I, that's. I think that's the intent there. Did you like Vanya's arc? Um, I. Okay. God. Van, <laughs> Vanya's a. Okay. I feel like you had, you had to put some pants on there when you said yeah, that. Put, you were like, putting some like, pants, put pants up. You're like, ooh, it's time to put some pants on for this. Um, but, okay. First, I did not like Vanya. thought Blanche was boring because she is. Like, she's, she's that's, her... <laughs> that's her character. She oh, is yeah. bland and boring and then tries to destroy the world. In this arc, she forgets everything, so there's not much growth of her character oh spoiler alert i guess she gets hit by a car oh that is that is kind of a big spoiler because that was not known going into it uh should you cut that out no we're gonna commit okay Okay. (laughs) committing um i forgot yeah no i mean i did not expect that but yeah basically vanya's entire arc it's the same like uh (laughs) nothing is different i and she, I don't know. I I don't think that uh, whoever plays her, Ellen Page, is putting much work in it. <laughs> I like gonna... I don't think she's so. Doing it well. I have never really watched an an Ellen Page. Uh, okay, no, we did. Ellen Page was in Inception. She's the architect in Inception. 
Oh, she is. That's just Ellen Page. <laughs> yeah. Like, that. I think that's just who she is as a person. Is this oh, more... Yeah, like, yeah Juno soft, too. Yes, yeah, more soft-spoken, kind of monotonous-esque. She was in X-Men? Well, she was in X-Men? Who did she play in X-Men? She's in Days of Future Past and Last Day. Who is she? What? Hold on. Is she Kitty Pride? Oh, she is. Oh! That's weird. But, like, that's still the, like, same character. Yeah, I don't... I only got Kitty Pride, I can see <laughs> as being Ellen Page. <laughs> yeah. Ellen, Ellen Page, I just don't... She's, she's got a style. You know what I mean? She's... Yeah. Can expect what she's good at. Well, because that's the thing. I think Ellen Page fits the character that they wrote. It's just, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Kind of like Luther. Luther is very well written. Well, I would I don't argue know, that. I liked her story. Yeah. You, you, you genuinely just, just don't like the acting? Yeah, I just well, think that the acting is okay. not good. I mean, that's the thing. Like, oh, that's interesting. I, eh, I, I, I don't know. I... Because I, it's like she doesn't seem like she really <laughs> she's not enthusiastic. believes it. Yeah, she's, she's not, not enthusiastic, enthusiastic at all. It's like, okay, you're in a... Uh, I don't know what spoilers or what's not. No, no, no spoilers. Just generic no situations. She's at the supermarket, Joey, buying some oranges. She's at the supermarket <laughs> talking to her buddy, and she offers her oranges, and she's like, uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just like super bland and boring. I I don't that's know. I a, think that's it, a metaphor. I think it's a horrible metaphor. That's a, that was a bad metaphor, but I think I know what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orange, you know. Yeah, orange. Um, I think the thing is, I know people like that in real life. Planting ficus in her front yard. I mean, that's the thing. Ficus I get... would be better in your backyard. <laughs> that's... Nope. That's I think, a reference to Parks. Ah, uh, uh, I was like, I was like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about here. They're going crazy. <laughs> that I was missing another metaphor. Um, um, I, th- I just, I think I've, I've known a couple people like that. I, I just throw it up to be a quirk. You know what I mean? Just like real life people. Yes, yes. That like are I like g- that. I do There's genuinely just... know living people that I've met and talked just to face to face. They're. <laughs> They're the government robots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know, I met them, and I'm like, they're just chill. Like, it's, I know it's kind of weird, because I'm very not chill, but I have met people I don't know. who... I just, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. Who are just, they're, they're just, again, just like, that's boring. the thing. People who complain about certain aspects, I think it's interesting, because I think it tells something about people. Not even necessarily good or bad, it's just like, oh, that's interesting, because, like, I think these are... All these characters are genuine, real people inner like acting in real ways that they would. And if you don't like something, that's not bad. But I think you also don't like that in real life either. Like I feel like if you met someone who acted the way Vanya does in this, I'm sure you <laughs> I would not like them. Yeah, like I, and that's that's okay. I'm not saying you'd be rude to them, but you probably would not go out of your way to make interactions with them. That is true. Like that's, I think it's, in, and I think that adds to the fact that every character is, is real. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. And gosh, it was delicious. 
It's a huh. TV show. Because it's so real. At least the seven. At least the seven. Yes. Yeah. Everyone else, there's a lot of argument that could be made. But the seven are, are very much real people. And since they do a lot of interaction with each other, it's, it's mwah. Mwah. Very good. So good. Um, again, let's, I guess, let's try not to go too much in spoilers. Um, but let's still try to touch everyone. Diego has a really good arc dealing with, and again, this isn't season one, so I don't think there's any too much of a spoiler, his kind of hero complex where he tries to save people and save the world a lot, and it gets him into some nasty trouble. Yeah. Into some rascally business. Um, but good! Dang, does he... Yeah, he's, no. He's, it, he's interesting. Yeah, he does... He does a- and he has an interesting uh, B-plot, I guess you could say. Like, like, he has an interaction with a character who has a very interesting B-plot stuff. Oh, yeah. That ends up twisting into a very unique way at the end. Uh, there's a few things that, that, that... There's a few twists that I didn't catch. And I'm going to maybe forget them because it's... I don't know. Sometimes I forget the beginning of these shows by the time I finish watching. Yeah, that's fair. But I swear there was a twist in the beginning that I thought was interesting. But maybe it was the Vanya thing. That might have been it. I don't know. But um, there's a big twist at the end dealing kind of with Diego and stuff. At least that's that's really cool. Allison. Allison, I thought, was pretty neat. Allison was great. She has like a really big monumental scene that was intense. And honestly... I kind of would like to see that actress, I think, in a similar role, but in a more, like, actual civil rights movie, maybe. Um, I think they did a movie, I think it was with John Boyega was a cop during that time. Interesting. And he has to, was he a cop or did he just get, is, hold on, let me, let me look into it. Or maybe it was in the six. no, it was. It's, I think it was Detroit starring John Boyega and it was a, yeah, it was a period piece and yeah, 1967 Detroit during a street riot. Um, was he a cop? I thought he was a cop, but I might be wrong. And he, I might've just been interacting with the cops, but I thought there was, you know, it, it was a racial thing with cops and a riot and all that sort of thing from the sixties. I really think this actress could do something similar and it would be very good. I think she pulls that character off really well. Yeah. Agreed. And uh, I guess, spoiler, she has a husband. I guess that, but I already said it's a cool bed. Um, (laughs) Who's, again, a civil rights guy. Again, he's very good, too. mm, uh, That actor is Yusuf Gatewood, and his highest grossing move, or highest grossing, his highest Rotten Tomato scored movie is called Barbershop The Next Cut. It's a sequel. I have no idea anything about it, but it's very good, I hear. (laughs) Interesting. Oh, and Wonder Boys. I feel like I've heard of that one. Oh, yeah, that's my Michael Douglas and Tobey Maguire. Hmm. Um, but I thought they were. I thought her 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 plotline was very good, and her. I mean, she experienced. I feel like a lot of character growth from season one. I guess, maybe, or maybe is it that she experiences a lot of growth within the time jump in this one? Maybe that's it. I don't know. Either way. Pretty good, but Joey, I think I think we only got one guy left, really, and that's uh, oh, we got two. Uh, well, we have fives, fives in character fives, growth. Is that just, a... He's so good. I mean, he is like, really good. I don't, I don't think that he grows too much. 
Because he, because he's kind of like the anchor point for everything. Yeah. Literally, his character is that I have grown so much more than you guys have known. Yeah. So, uh, oh, it's yeah, Aiden Gallagher. He, how old is he? How how old do you think this this man is? I don't know. He is I'm sixteen a, years old. Sixteen? I was gonna guess like eight, but wow. He does a very good job. Oh my gosh, he's from Nicky, Ricky, Dicky, and Don. It's a, that's a, was that a Nickelodeon show? That, that might, oh my god, that, that is him. Like, oh my god, he went from a Nickelodeon show to this? And that Nickelodeon show was like, that ended like in 2018. And then in 2019, he did that. Man, he, it's crazy how little kid shows can make people like, like teenagers look like little kids. Like Stranger Things. Yeah. Like, I think your brain sometimes helps it. But, like, that, that, that's, like, a really silly little kid sitcom. And then he goes and does this where he murders people. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a big jump, for sure. Yeah. And, wow, dude. he does an amazing job. Yeah, like, this dude is a great actor. Like, I genuinely believe that this dude is an old man. He's gonna be, like, the next, I don't know. Who's a big actor? I don't know any of them. Maybe he no. Maybe there is no next him. Maybe he is the first of. He's the of first. Some, yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like no one will stop him. Hopefully he's a good person. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully this doesn't like, destroy him. Oh well, according to the Wikipedia page, he's an active environmental. Uh, he's active environmental issues, and he served as a youth advocate for organizations such as Waterkeeper Alliance. Wild Aid and Oceanic Preservation Society, and he Aww. was named UN Environmental Goodwill Ambassador for 20, in 2018 when he was 14, the wow. youngest ever, and he's wow. a vegan. So this guy's wow. <laughs> this guy's done more, I feel like, in his life than <laughs> than anyone I know. Oh God! Wow. Uh, hopefully, he stays a good person then, because he's again like, very he's a good impressive. actor. Yeah. I have a question for you. How many of those uh weird little like I always called them like uh, little student uniform outfits, like a weird Catholic boarding school <laughs> uniform is what he wears? Yeah. Which I guess that's what I was I mean, what's his it's his umbrella academy one or whatever, right, I presume. Um I don't know. I'm like I'm like, how many of those do you think they had to make? Because it's the only thing he wears <laughs> throughout all of this. Gosh, that that has to be uncomfortable. When's the last time that dude showered? I at, at least fourteen days. At yeah, at least. Oh, that's that's terrible. I did. Then they say Luther smells bad. That guy's going through puberty again. But yeah, no. I mean, he's really good in this. I mean, he always is. What are you talking about? He he's the butter, the glue. He's the he's the tr- the chocolate drizzle on the ice cream. He just really whole brings it all together. Last up, Joey is Klaus slash Ben. Klaus and Ben. We're gonna put them together. Klaus and Ben. What do you think of Klaus and Ben's plotline? Um, it's very interesting. Do, they 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 do like a little uh character dissection, like throughout the movie. Yeah. Like of all of the characters. Well, not all. A couple of them. Um, like Diego and Klaus. But uh, I thought that it was pretty cool. I liked, I liked, because he's 
he kind of has responsibility in this, but like he also has given up on it and doesn't want it anymore. But he keeps on getting stuck with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's interesting about Klaus is that I don't think it's as good as the first season, but I think that's not his fault or anything. I think it's because they're giving room for everyone else. Um, yeah. But his character in general, he goes back and, like, he experiences growth and then he crashes. Yes. Which is which again, also very good. Which is realistic to some people. Some people, like, they'll do better and then they'll crash again. Like, not every day is, you know, sad to say, you know, you do better than the last. And I guess you're right. Like, like he gets a lot of responsibility. And this time with living people. Remember in the first season, <laughs> yeah. he was trying to deal with dead people. <laughs> yeah. He's got living people to deal with. The cult was funny, though. And how he made friends with all these really rich people because he could do really weird magic tricks. That's such a rich person thing to do. Yeah, it, it really is. Pretty funny. I don't know. I liked it. That, I, I agree. And I thought it was cool because a lot of what I think they tried to touch on that was new is him and Ben's relationship. Uh, yeah. And I like that. It shows that, like, they were, you know, they seem pretty close. You know, because, like, some of those people seem, like, some of the, the seven, they seem to like, kind of get at each other's throats or they're not close. But it's always, see, like, in the stuff we kind of see, it seems like Klaus and Ben kind of like each other. They're probably yeah. the most brotherly out of all of them. Yeah, for sure. And it's really nice. And so they do a lot of fun stuff. Um, overall, plotline-wise, I mean, it, it's kind of season one-y. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I don't think to its detriment. No. I mean, season one was good. Yeah. But if they did a season three, I might be like, hmm, I don't know. Is that too, one too many apocalypses for my taste? Maybe. I, I, I don't... Is it spoilers? Discuss. Yes, no. It's more of, okay. a, more of a hypothetical question, is what I'm just saying. It's like, it works here, but I hope they don't do it anymore. Got I don't it. think they will, but I hope they I don't, don't. I don't think that they will either. So. Yeah, plotline overall pretty good. Oh, uh... I don't know. No, I can't. We can't talk about any of that because that's all spoiler stuff. Um, yeah, it's hard to talk about. I don't want to talk about the plot because it might spoil stuff and it's not in there. Um, but it's a good plot. It's all the characters plots are really good. They all intertwine very well. Uh, it, it's very good. What am I? We just what else? What else you need to say? If you haven't seen it, go now. Go so, now. Go chop, 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 and go watch it right now and come back. Because we're going to spoilers, and we might have some things to say. All right, Joey, we're in spoilers. If any, if if you're still here and you haven't seen it, you either don't care, or you accidentally didn't skip far enough to talk about Transformers. Go, go, skip ahead a, f- a little bit more. A little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I never know how long these episodes are going to be. Okay, we'll record. And I'll be like, is that an hour? And it'll be like two and a half hours. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, my sense of time is very out of whack. Okay, Joey, spoilers. Spoilers. Alright. I'm skipping to the end. <laughs> we always do that. That's like a signature move of ours. Is that it, we just it turn really... on the end at the end. Okay. <laughs> are, we, are we stupid or something? <laughs> are you stupid or something? No, we're geniuses. 
that's uh, okay. Okay, the ending, the true end, the, like all the way to the end. Yes, all the way very end. Season three is what we're talking Season about. Season three, yes. Um, it, there's no way that it's another apocalypse. No, 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 no. It's, it's obviously not another apocalypse. I think it's even being confirmed. It's going to go in its own direction. If anyone uh, here doesn't care and they're just curious, um, basically what happens is is that they stop the apocalypse and everything, and they go back to 2019, uh, all of them do, and they're like, hey, oh, it's, the apocalypse didn't happen, but their dad, uh, Hargreaves, is still alive, and instead of uh, getting all those, uh, the, all of them, to make the Umbrella Academy, he gets a different group of children from the 43 that were born on October 1st, and he calls them the Sparrow academy and there are actually i think i think it was said to be 43 sparrows in the entire season oh hidden hidden throughout oh wow as as easter that is very cool i like that a lot because we we always said that there was like there's a lot more out there what are are they doing and i didn't know and this is i guess confirmed in this that they don't know that there's more out there so diego's uh girlfriend side character plot line thing um or i mean you know the character that i was referring to earlier who has a very important side plot uh lila yeah i think it's lila um turns out she is the daughter of the handler because guess what the handler didn't die she got shot right in the head and she didn't die because of a metal plate in her skull poor hazel Oh, dude, the Hazel appearance. That was the twist that I, or like, not a twist, oh. but like the surprise. That was, that was cool. I was that like, was, what? I, I like that. So oh, I love Hazel too. I want to watch season one just for Hazel again. Fair. I like Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha was fun. They were a cool dynamic. But I thought it was really interesting because I was like, man, I'm like, look at, look at this. Look at this guy. He's back. Hey, that's neat. <laughs> And then um, five seconds later, he gets shot to death. Yeah, but I, I thought it was, I thought that was all right. Um, yeah, so she's the daughter of the handler. You don't find out, but then it turns out she has a power to mimic people's abilities. Yeah, Which, po- possibly only one at a time. That wasn't ever confirmed, but yeah, that that was pretty cool. She, uh, the power to mimic powers, pretty neat. Is that why she was such a good fighter when she was with Diego and stuff? I think so, yeah. Well, she's probably already a good fighter because of the commission. But I, I, I wonder if she would steal some of his powers. Because he wouldn't know it. That is... Yeah. But does that fall in line with powers? Well, that, okay, that's one thing. What is Diego's power? So he's called the Kraken. in Because in the books, I think he can breathe underwater or something weird. But also, he has like this weird ability where he can... like. So, so we have confirmation. It's not like he has really good aim. He has like a weird... like telekinesis thing for projectiles what you remember he stops all the bullets i i thought that that was manipulation like metal like kind of like uh magneto oh is it magneto powers let me look it up let me well the problem is okay so i mean these are but so... he he never uses it in that way Nessus. i mean yeah he doesn't like morph a metal beam or anything it is always like bullets or his knives. So if it is projectiles, that would be weird. 
Um, according to the comic books, his powers are he can manipulate thrown objects such as knives while in flight, and he can hold his breath indefinitely. So <laughs> that's, that's a weird I, addition. But but the books are very different. Like the books are completely different. Right. Like, yeah, H- yeah, yeah. Hazel and Cha Cha actually show up. They don't show up in the first set of books. The first set of books I think is completely different. Uh, the reason that they go to uh, back in time with uh, because because season two is kind of similar to Dallas is what the second book series is called, just in the sense that they're in Dallas. But Hazel and Chacha actually and the commission make their appearance in the second book. Obviously, they were in the first season and like everything's thrown around. And then season three, I don't even think the third book's out or it just came out. And season three, I think is going to be completely different. So really, the TV show is completely different than the books, basically, at this point. Yeah. They're, just, they're, all, they're separate things with very... Se- it's like parallel dimensions. It's like universes at this point. Um, so yeah, never mind. I don't know. Because I didn't know... What I thought he was going to have is that I always assumed he had just, like, really good reflexes or something. Or, like, some sort of spidey sense, possibly. Plus a combination... Like, I don't know. Just kind of being, like, an all-around perfect control of his body. So, like... He could throw things perfectly. He could dodge bullets perfectly. His fighting was, you know, remarkable kind of thing. Like, I don't know, that, that, that was maybe the gist I was getting from it. He was overall just pretty dang good. But, um, no, I guess he can just manipulate thrown things, which is weird. I don't know, whatever. That was just a random theory. Do we want to go back to the ending? I know it took us all, all around. Are we going back, are we going back to the, the new timeline? The new timeline? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we fully talked about. It. We just described what happened and how. Oh I yeah, no, we didn't. Probably wasn't going to be an explosion. Um. Well, did you notice a green cube in that scene, Joey? Cube? Yeah, there's a glowing object, and I guess it's a green cube behind Ben with all the people or something, or in that final scene. No. And people are like, "What is that?" And the guy. One of the guys who worked on this is like, his name's Christopher, I think is what his name was. He had a dude's name. Basically, I've, I think there might be a person whose power is either that they turn into a floating cube of energy or something, or they just became a cube. <laughs> I'm unsure. But either way, there is a green cube, and that will be a character in Season 3. They're part of the Sparrow Academy. Oh, I see it now. I didn't yeah, quite notice it until I read it, and I was like, oh. Sure. Yeah, I think his name was Christopher. I think that's what they said his name was. Oh, yeah, he would make the seventh. Yep. Also interesting, Hargreaves picks Ben, probably because he was the only one that wasn't there. That is true. Time. So he would still pick Ben. Isn't that interesting? Uh, other stuff was like, so because he didn't raise those other kids, he didn't have a heart attack? Uh, well, he kills himself to get them back together. Does he? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. So I, I assume that they never... I uh, think in the books because he just has ben a heart never attack. Dies. In the book he has a heart attack, I think. Oh, maybe. Well, okay, well, here's another thing. Did he actually die? Because in season two we find out, and this is actually in the books too, he's an alien. Yeah, he's just a straight-up lizard man. He, he is full-blown alien man, and he ate people's faces? I mean, maybe not faces, but it sounded from that he scene definitely like... definitely ate he, people. He, he was chomping on some people's bones. Um, that was crazy. Dude, that twist was 
dude, all the twists in this. The ending twist, the Hargreaves twist, uh, just everything. I expected nothing from this that actually got... I mean, I did expect some things. Like, I knew what some characters were going to do. But, like, overall, wow. That was crazy. That just, just, just remarkable. So, I, I really enjoyed almost everything from this, but there, the going to some of the stuff I didn't like so much, and this is more spoilers, Vanya and Harlan, and some of that stuff, was kind of weak. Like, um, yeah. She, she gave him CPR, so he got powers? Yeah. But then she took back those powers, but he still has telekinesis now. Wait, he does? Yeah, I don't know if you, you didn't see it. It's in the car. He's he's floating things with his hands. Oh, odd. I saw it more after the fact when I was done, but I didn't quite catch it. And I was like, was that in there? And I guess it was. But yeah, he still has telekinesis. Which do you think Hargreaves picked Harlan to join the Sparrows? He would be so old. Would he? I don't. He would only be kind of older than them, right? Because what what year were they all born? They were I all. Know. I think they were. I thought they were all born in sixty. Wait, ninety nine. Ninety nine. No, they were born. Were they born in ninety nine. No, they weren't. No, they weren't born in ninety nine. How would they be born in ninety nine, and then they would be the age they are in twenty nineteen? Wait, they're all like thirties. Uh, two. Uh, are they? Here, I I'll pull it up. Feel like I remember them saying. 89. Oh. That's what it is. Oh, that, that makes, makes way sense. more sense. I was like, oh, like, dude, okay. they could not be born in 99. They would be so much I... younger. <laughs> like, yeah, they, you're right. they would be <laughs> like, no. Nah, so, okay, so it was 89. So, yeah, no, he would be like, he would be like 20 something years. Nah, maybe 30 years old. Very yeah, never mind. That'd be too old. I, I mean, he could still be there, though. He might he not could, be part. He, he could definitely make an appearance. Like, I, he might, he has to. Why would they set that up? I don't want him to make an appearance. Yeah, I don't want him to either. I actually genuinely don't care about that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I don't know. The whole thing with Sissy and Carl and that whole family, like, I enjoyed... I I found some of it engaging. Like, I found the the whole Vanya and Sissy's relationship interesting. Because I was sitting there and I was watching them like... Like, they're gay. I'm like, they gotta be gay. I'm like, they have to be. You know? I'm like, I was just... I'm like, like, there's... It's like... And at first, I'm like, am I, am I just being weird? I'm like, because I'm like, you know, they, they could just be friends. You know, two, pe- two people yeah. of the same sex could be friends. But the more I was watching, I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of romantic tension here. Yeah. Thankfully, I was not mistaken. I was worried I was just being weird. But no, I called it from not early, early on. But like after a few like scenes, I was like, hmm. Um. And like I don't know, part of me was like I was like maybe they're also adding it. Like I kind of lean towards the possibility of adding it. Ellen Page is very openly gay, and I was like I don't know maybe like I don't know why. I just like I feel like maybe they were gonna just go that direction, and they did. Wait, uh, gay IRL? Yeah, yeah. She's married. Oh. She has a wife. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Vanya is Ellen Page. Ellen Page <laughs> can just cause explosions in real life. She's so bland, though. <laughs> hey, there's worse things you could be. You could be like Nicolas Cage and be crazy. That is true. That is much worse. <laughs> I would much rather spend... Actually, would I? 
I think I would spend a day with Nicolas Cage over Ellen Page. I don't know. I was like, oh, maybe. No, uh, actually, I don't think I want to. If I had to choose, I'd probably pick Ellen Page just because I would be scared of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so. Um, I think the dialogue would be too entertaining. I guess it would be. I did find, I did find it interesting, though, because I was like, well, how, how committed are we going to be, you know? Because, I, I, like, on one hand, I didn't want it to just be like, oh, are they gay? Then be like, oh, they are gay, and that's it, you know? I was, I'm like, if you're going to do it. Yeah, it, it definitely felt. Because, like okay, have to they, they, they did so much with the time period that I really liked. Yeah. Like, they, they really set the mood. Mm hmm. Yeah. And so, I, I, I think the best part was uh, when Sissy was talking to her husband, and her husband was like, uh, I think we're gonna talk to the pastor about this. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> God, those scenes were those were so awkward for like Vanya. It was <laughs> like, God, Carl, yeah. and like Carl wasn't an awful husband, probably, right? Well, no, that was that was kind of the point. Uh, well, because I thought it was, and I cause, guess that was good because for then what he was saying like his expectation was for him to make money and provide for his wife when yeah. in actuality that's not a very good relationship <laughs> yeah 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 like i mean that works for some people but obviously not everyone and and there's so much i mean again i thought what i thought was interesting because like i was worried i'm like oh they're, are they gonna make carl like mega abusive or something just to make him be a bad no, guy but they he, never he did. really he really didn't seem all too yeah, like there were some clashes of certain things, and he's, and then of course he ends up being homophobic. But it was always, I was really worried they were going to blow it out of proportions or something. Like he never threatened violence, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, no, not really. Like maybe police, and police are mega violent. Well, well yes. <laughs> the police doesn't change no matter what decade you're in, I guess. Um, <laughs> Facts. So I thought, I thought that was good. I don't know. I just thought it was. I thought it was good. It was handled really, really well. And I was like, yeah. Speaking of homophobic, yeah. Um, Klaus, his whole deal with his uh, wait, what's what's his name? Dave. Davy. Yeah. Dave. Yeah. Well, I think you might call him Davy as like a well, cute little nickname. Cute little. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> Uh, I liked that little side oh, plot story. It was so sad, though. It was very sad. It was so sad because it didn't it didn't work. Yeah, I mean, I would say the plan probably wasn't amazing. I guess. Yeah, and definitely wasn't very good to begin with. Cause yeah, imagine imagine a cult leader. Walking up to you saying, hey, don't join the military. Also, you're gay for me. <laughs> well, he never said he was gay for him. He just, I think he, he just, he just knew I he was I think it gay. was heavily implied. I don't think so. I don't, I'm trying to think. No, I don't, I don't think you, I don't think there ever was. And does he ever actually, and there's only, and I think the only time he actually brings up being gay is possibly when his uncle is calling him a queer and telling him to punch him. And even then, I think the writing could have been interpreted by a normal person, even not being gay. I think. I don't know. It's been, I might have to rewatch that stuff. Maybe. I might have I think, to as well. 
I think it was, it maybe was writing a line, which is good. I mean, again, I don't know. Like, cause like this thing, he's not going to go up and tell him that he, that he was gay for him, but he just went up and he said, Hey, you're going to don't join the military. That's pretty whack. You don't want to. And why fight for other people's ideals? And then he's like, I ah, punch this queer. In. And he's like, I think he was like, you know, I thought, I thought he was just making generic statements, very v- generic statements at that point. But I don't know. Also, was the uncle gay? Is he closet gay man? Probably. <laughs> How it sometimes ends up. Not that it's an excuse, but there is a... Uh... It's, it's crazy. It happens. God, time, time. Time is just crazy. Gosh. Like, I, I cannot imagine, like... Joe, Joe you want to know what's really crazy? Calling someone a queer for, like, wearing pink or yeah. having pink paint. Yeah. It's like, weird. What? what? Yeah, he said he painted his bathroom pink, and he's like, I like a queer. And I'm like, it's kind of weird. What if what? he had a wife? What if he had a wife that really yeah, what, what if he has a little child yeah, that like, is a girl? <laughs> like... Like the just, expectations, like very, but like even so, I don't still know. Still not even it's, that weird. Even if he just wanted to paint his bathroom pink, is that that? Is that where we're drawing the line? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's I don't know. That's, that's crazy. It's like, oh, you have pink bathroom? Ah, he's gay. <laughs> yeah, very weird. Crazy. Very. I don't know. It plus like uh the Alice story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, again. Jeez, they were all so violent and so angry. I know. I'm like, oh my gosh. Too stressful. Too stressful, yeah. man. Why? Also, also, how do sit-ins work, Joey? If you're doing a sit-in, do you just have to stand up for them to arrest you? Is that the rule of thumb? They can't arrest you if that... you're sitting? Yeah, I, d- <laughs> I don't know about that. That didn't make much sense. Or was it like one of those things like if you pull me out of the chair now you look more like a bad guy? Was it like an image thing? Like you can't shoot first? Maybe. But like I don't think pulling someone out of the chair is the same as like I don't know, I don't know. Like if they stood up, that's one thing. But like if someone stands up and like punches you, like, okay, sure, they swung first, now they look kinda look like the bad guy. But like if you just stand up, how does that suddenly I, I don't know. know. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, why why are people crazy, Joey? Why are people crazy? People are still crazy, you would baffle. That's true, they're still crazy. It's been 60, almost 60 years. Or, I mean, it has been 60 years for some of that stuff from that time. And man, that crazy. Whew. Crazy. Crazy. Um, the final fight. So, that was a lot of commission, people. <laughs> it was. They got clapped. I was like, oh my god, how did they miss so many bullets? Uh, so, yeah, it's, and all, it's, yeah, the math doesn't really add up. I guess, okay. Diego was well, directing all the bullets for everyone. He was doing it the entire time. I guess only like the first two or three rows could really shoot. Well, to I was going to say that too. I'm like, that's a terrible way to have an army. Yeah, they, they should have surrounded yeah, you can't. Well, even surrounding them is pretty bad. If you miss them, now you've shot Jimmy, who was standing across from you. Oh well, you're a a semicircle, half circle. Yeah, yeah, that could, that could, that could probably work. Really, it turns out there's probably just a limit to how good soldiers are. You know what I mean? It's like a, 
Like, I guess sheer numbers only works if you're really losing sheer amount of people. That but is... they weren't. They weren't losing. It's not like these guys had guns. Yeah, there, there was no shooting back. Really. So that was kind of weird. So, and also, why would they charge? They have sniper rifles. You could easily. Yeah, they pick... got like uber guns. I, I don't. Do they only have guns too? No, I think. I mean, they season... can control time. They could have just like. Went back. What if they went back in time and just killed him as a baby? Because that's a thing. I guess that's a thing. Yeah. Because, okay. Because I, I, I I thought about this when this first happened. If they just like, uh, if they went back and killed, like, because they always did like the very least important character. Mm-hmm. So if they go back and kill like, uh, the sissy's husband, I always forget his name. Uh, Carl. 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 Yeah, if they go back and like kill Carl's like mom or dad or whatever, then Carl doesn't exist. Then yeah. Sissy marries someone else. Then Harlan they don't exist. do it on the farm. Uh, and uh, Vanya probably goes to like a I don't know hospital <laughs> because. She, can't remember anything. Yeah. Well. Well, then no, she doesn't get hit by a car. Oh yeah. Oh. No, you're right. That wouldn't. Because. Hmm. I don't know how you would do it. No, it doesn't. But, and the problem is, it doesn't make sense because now the Umbrella Academy never happened, but the Umbrella Academy still thing. So, but at the same point, he needs to get. He needs fives to go back to where he was so that he can still exist. So I don't understand. Like, we are just doing you know, this or that? Like, okay, uh, well, time... okay. We don't know how time travel works. Correct. First of all. So... But I'm, I'm saying that they pick and choose the rules. Like, they didn't just pick it. They just picked it and said, this is how it works, sure. But they were like, nope, it works in some instances, but not all instances. Uh... What do you mean? Fives has to send himself to make sure that he goes back to 2019 or else he said he won't exist. But they none of them exist anymore because now the timeline's changed and the Umbrella Academy never existed. Oh, you're right. Then that would just make alternate timelines that are intertwined. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. It was just like, well, why does Fives have to go back then? That seems wait, like... don't... Wait. But they do know how time works. He does. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he just randomly out of the blue suddenly decides, hey, time now requires it that that my person has to, that my, myself who needs, needs to still go to the future so that I still exist. Like, why? Like, why that instance is the one that needs to be correctly looped in the timeline or else all, everything's broken. You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't, I don't no, know. it wasn't for it to break. It's for it to keep his present self alive. That's what I'm saying. Like, why? Why does that work now? They don't exist anymore as their selves. Right? Oh, yes. I see what you mean. Yeah, no, I don't know. None of them none of them met Hargreaves now. Like 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 this group of people is so disconnected from the timeline now because they have traveled and changed the timeline so many times. I don't think there's a way for them to properly fit into the timeline anymore. I think they are now just onlookers. Sure, you're right. 
like kind of like the commission. I'm sure the commission's very similar. Like none of those people can probably very much be affected by how time changes because they're like detached in right. some yeah. sort of limbo. I don't know. That that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I I just I don't know. I thought that scene was weird. I thought it was funny. Other than that, with two fives and them hating each other and then having all these weird side effects, I thought that was kind of funny. I guess, but it kind of did make sense. Okay, Joey. Well, is there anything else? Because we do have one more thing to cover. That is true. So, um, just, is there other... oh well, <laughs> there's. I think, I think a lot of people forget about them. The Swedes. Oh, the Swedes. The Swedes are pretty cool. I liked them. I liked them. They didn't, I know people were like, they're not as good as Chai John Haynes. Well, no, they're not as engaging characters who have their own plot, but I think that's because we have so much other stuff to digest. We don't oh, have time yeah, for, for that. Sure. I, I thought that they were like perfect for that replacement for Hazel and Cha Cha, but also being. God, like... it was so sad by the end of it, too, for them. Oh, yeah. Good. They, they hate, it, like, they. It was so know. weird because it was like you kind of felt bad for them, but like you didn't. Not really. They they were kind of meaningless. Like yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Only one is left. Only one. So sad. Oh, also, Five now knows more about time travel that he can go back a few seconds in the past and change the timeline now. Oh yeah, that's so, cool. I don't know. Time travel's <laughs> weird, man. Like I know you can. It just whatever. We're just gonna have to rock with whatever they were. I mean, if if everyone can time travel. Yeah, like that's the thing. That's just the weird part. It's because like everyone can do it and they have objectives. Why not just do it? Unless for some reason time it has all these things in place. Like, oh, if you kill Hitler when he's a baby, uh, Mega Hitler comes. Like, I don't, I don't know. You know, it's just weird. Also, I thought, I thought it was interesting that Vanya was again the source of the apocalypse. Oh yeah, yet again. Of course, yeah. they just need to get rid of her. Honestly, yeah, just kill her. I I mean, I mean Luther was in the that? prime position. Yeah, he could have done it in season one. He's about season one it. and in season two. Yeah, yeah, true. He could. I uh, forgot. He had, I, I forgot about that scene where he goes to shoot her. That was man. Yeah. What a scene. <laughs> Good thing Missy didn't shoot him. I always wondered if he had bulletproof skin. I don't think so, because he was skin. afraid. Oh no, he dies because she shoots them all with an Uzi, which was a crazy scene. When everyone gets gunned oh, down by yeah. the gambler with an Uzi. <laughs> he just walks in and starts gadding everyone. Gosh, that was crazy. Oh, so sad Lila died. I was kind of hoping she would stick around and join the group, honestly. Yeah, I, I was kind of hoping to. I really liked her as a character. <gasps> no, I don't, think it, I don't think it would work. But because of time shenanigans... Group. Graves could pick her up and make her a sparrow, which would then do this weird dynamic between Diego and her, because she doesn't know him anymore. Either, time limit. Time either limit that or she didn't die, just she, like her mom. Well, she didn't die. She takes the briefcase after Five fixes the timeline in 1960. Yeah, she jumps away. She could cause shenanigans that bring the sparrow. Wait, I thought you're right. She didn't die. Why did I? I forgot that that he reversed the timeline and got her back. My bad. And I forgot that Diego stops him from uh, Luther from getting her. Right. Yeah. God, timelines, man, mixing me up. Okay, good. Okay, that's right. She's still alive, so she can still stick around. Okay, never mind. Cool. Cool beans. That's it. That's. I. I. I just. I thought she was still dead. 
I don't know. Whew. Joey, timelines, man. They're really hurting my brain. Yeah, they, they really be crazy. God. Oh, Carmichael the fish. Oh, Carmichael was baller. That was cool. That that entire scene in the what was it? The board or whatever. Yeah, the. Board. That was that was interesting because like he was doing all these action paints, but you only ever saw the outcome of them. Yeah, I liked like, it. It was neat. It, it was yeah. artsy. Yeah, it was. It was fun. You pan over people cut in half, heads heads sliced and stuff. Poor Carmichael, he got eaten. Even though he wasn't a good person, why? Why does this show make me feel bad for everyone? Just <laughs> for everyone. Bad even though no one's necessarily a good person, it's like Actually, I still feel he, bad. He wasn't really bad. Actually, he was pretty good. Actually, yeah, we have no reason to believe he was bad. He was just kind of rude to the handler, but the handler's an awful person. Yeah, I don't feel bad for her. She deserved to get shot multiple times. Yeah, but so. also kind of feel bad for her. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I think I don't think I feel bad for. That. I think the handler is the only person I don't feel bad for, just because like she's really evil, like maliciously evil. Like she I mean, wants. Yeah, but no, not like no, bad. Really. Evil. No, I think it's bad evil. Like she it, wanted like, this child. It's, like the, so she... it's the kind of evil that can understand their perspective, whether or not no. you agree on that perspective. Mm. That's debatable, but. You can see a reason why you could agree on. Hmm. Um. I don't know about that one. She's kind of a bad person. She murdered that girl's parents because <laughs> she wanted the kid. That's kind of weird. That's kind of bad. I so. mean, yeah, nope. yeah that's no. pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty heartless. There's not a lot of redeeming qualities to that one. I don't think this show could make me feel bad for Hitler. Well. Yeah, no. That's that's when that's not, in the season. Not what season, I'm arguing. No, no, season three, they're gonna go back in time and they're gonna find Hitler and he's gonna be a painter. And he's gonna Diego's be so gonna sick. Kill Hitler. No, 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 they're gonna go back in time and find Hitler. He's gonna be a painter and he's gonna be like super relatable and everything. <laughs> he's gonna be a nice, cool guy. They're gonna kill him and I'll be like, oh my god, I feel bad it's for like, him. Oh no, poor Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, season three, I'm hyped. A lot of interesting stuff. I found it. I. I, I keep talking. Quick, quick, few more points. Uh, their mom was a robot in season one. Yes. After that woman, I wonder, does that woman always leave? Then, I guess that's the thing. I would presume. And so he builds a robot after her. That's kind of weird. But he an alien. She an alien. Probably. Uh, Maybe. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But. But <laughs> never know. Uh, also, what was Hargreaves doing with those people in JFK? I don't know. What? Remember, so Hargreaves, he after JFK shot, he comes back and he's like, "You weren't supposed to kill him," but he obviously was still associated with that whole JFK thing and all those guys. Ooh, oh I'm, yeah, I'm guessing that's supposed to be like a conspiracy theory of like the CIA killing JFK or something, you know? Right. Um. What was he? What were they supposed to do then? Because he has wife. Oh, I actually don't. I don't know either. I just thought it was weird, but it's it's fine. He's an alien. That was. I I think that they had a problem with JF. Yeah, no, they had a problem with JFK, but I was like, and like that was the last resort. Yeah, but like no, Hargreaves was like you weren't supposed to kill him. Like, what else were? What did you think that situation was gonna lead into? 
<laughs> what were they gonna do? <laughs> what did you want to happen when you knew that they were planning on killing him? <laughs> Even if you didn't think they were gonna kill him, they have everything planned out. Like, oh, we have his route, we have exactly where he's gonna be here and there. What do you think they're gonna do with the president? They're probably gonna kill the president. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, I don't know. Let's let's rate this, Joey. I give it 9 out of 10. I give it 9 out of 10. There's, there's a few weird things in there, but dang, is it good. Yeah. Overall, very, very good. Ooh, some smoking good. Mwah. <laughs> smoking good. Mwah. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I really, I really do love it. Boys is September 4th. Let's very see exciting. It, let's, see if, let's see if it can pull the same thing with a better season 2 than season 1. Though I think Boys season 1 was better than Umbrella Academy season 1, maybe. I, I agree. Yeah. I think I think it was better like I think it had a better idea what it was working with. The Umbrella season, Academy season one has the I think I'm alone now dancing, which is amazing. You remember that? Don't? Where in yeah, in season one where it's like the house but it's like this weird cross section so you can see all the rooms, kinda like a dollhouse and each one's in their own room doing their own dancing and it's to the song I think I'm alone now. Do 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 I, I only know the weird owl lyrics, so I think I'm a of clone course. now. There's always two of me just hanging around. Thank you. That was beautiful. I don't think I've ever told the What's Up with viewers, and I probably have told you, but it was a long time ago, that my I knew I was hanging out with the dude. We were playing some Mortal Kombat at his house, and uh, I was just messing around doing some stuff on it, and he had my phone, and he went through my... Cause I have, I, at the time, I had all the Weird Al songs on my phone. Like, I have all of them on my, on my computer. As everyone. And, and um, yeah, they were like really cheap or whatever. So it was like buddy of my bottom. And he was like, here you go. And I'm like, ah. Um, but I had all of them on my phone. And he went through every single one. And he played like the first five seconds. And I almost without fail guessed like every single song. Classic, right. <laughs> and he was like, every time he did, he's like, he's like, what's wrong with you? I think the only <laughs> one I stuttered on was Young, Dumb, and Ugly. I stuttered on picking out that one. And then another one. I don't know which one. So yeah, I thought it was great. I'm a big Weird Al fan, everybody. You, the podcast listeners, and I mean, you knew about Weird Al, but like, it, you're really learning stuff about me. Big Transformers fan. Oh yeah, fan. big Transformers fan. <laughs> big Weird Al fan. It turns out I'm from the 80s, even though I'm not. <laughs> Apparently. God, I'm just from the 80s. All right. Umbrella Academy Season 2, great. Okay, wonderful. Mwah. Okay. Transformers, Joey. Because I don't know how long we've been recording, but I feel like it's... It's been like two hours. Oh my god, it's Two and been... a half, actually. Okay. <laughs> Umbrella... Or Transformers, Joey. War for Cybertron Siege. Um, what, uh... What'd you think of it? I liked it. Um, It was cool to see a lot of the characters, because... As you know, I'm not a huge Transformers person. Of course, and I am the biggest Transformers fan there's ever been. <laughs> you are? <laughs> um, so, really, I only know characters from the Michael Bay, uh, like, movies 1 and 2. And <laughs> okay. And, and 4. And kind of 4. 
Um, <laughs> there weren't really any characters in four. Actually, yeah, not really. no, none of those characters in four are boring. So I mean, the Dinobots. Them. Yeah, but I mean, everyone knows the Dinobots. Literally yeah. everyone. Um, and the movie that we watched on our last episode. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. Um, the Transformers movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of characters. Uh, I looked up and everything. A lot of these are from Generation One. Um, right. We we won't do a spoilers, non spoilers. Um, this is just everything spoiled. Okay. Uh, overall, I think it's really good. It's only six episodes. Uh, yeah, oh, which is which is a little short, but I mean, it was good enough. It's basically like two hours. They That's what it was. It was like a two-hour movie. Yeah, they they really could have just done this as a movie, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, um, it's slow. It is very slow. I was gonna say like, it, it was not even with how, uh, like information was given to us. A lot happens at the end, like the last yeah, two episodes. Everything just like happens. thrown at you. But it looks beautiful. I oh yeah, say. for sure. I I liked the animation style. Yeah, um, like it it looks interesting because like there's so many panels and like and like just detail into their designs. And the problem with that is is that I guess the budget wasn't it probably isn't the best. There isn't a lot of transforming. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean there's a lot of transforming and um there's only a few character models. A lot of the generic Autobots and Decepticons are the same model. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't really tell, though. Like, I knew that that's probably what was happening, but it wasn't, like, blatantly obvious. Because, like, yeah, also, yeah. You, you would expect a lot of them to look kind of similar, because a lot of them kind of do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They do kind of look a lot of similar. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of recolors. Uh, I mean, but overall, I mean, I thought it was really good. Uh, Jake Foshi, I believe, is the voice actor for Optimus Prime in this one. Um, what did you think of his Optimus Prime? In, in, it's not, like a, not an impression, is it? His voice. I'm just going to say it there. His Peter voice. Because um, it, it's not it, Peter Cullen, you know, the iconic right. Optimus Prime. I, mean, I, I couldn't really tell. I thought it was good. I, mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I, no, I, I could good. tell that it was a different person, but like... I thought it was good. I was like, it, this is Optimus Prime. Yeah, I think it's still had Optimus Prime vibes. But I think one thing that we pointed, or that we both felt, was that it's it's like a baby Optimus Prime. baby yeah. man Optimus Prime. He, yeah, he definitely is very he, unskilled and yeah, very yeah. belligerent to his team. He doesn't listen to any of his advisors. Literally none of them. Ultraman is... Especially, uh... What's his name? The guy that split, uh... Yeah, Ultra Magnus, yeah. Ultra Magnus? Yeah, because he has, um, the information or whatever from... Um, God, what was his name? Big Man. I don't know. Big Man. Big big Past Man. Uh, I'm not gonna remember. Whatever the last Prime was. Um, he has, like, all, like, the commander knowledge and, like, the military knowledge... Well, Optimus has the matrix of leadership, so he's the leader. And so um, Ultra Magnus is supposed to be their, like, tactical man doing all the, you know, the tactics. But Optimus Prime doesn't listen to any of them. Literally nothing. 
and then and then after Ultra Magnus, um, he he ends up giving it. I mean, again, no spoilers. I mean, if you're into Transformers, go watch it. I think even if you kind of knew what was happening, it's not a big deal. Um, yeah, Ultra Magnus. Ultra Magnus' story is, I thought was kind of actually interesting. I I dig Ultra Magnus. I think he's a cool character. He's kind of he isn't just a clone of Optimus Prime. He he's he's interesting enough, I guess. He he always felt like a right hand man kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And I always liked it when he was doing those roles. Like, he has that role in the movie in the beginning, and you're like, oh, that's not bad. And then he tries to become a leader, and you're like, oh, that kind of sucks. <laughs> but in this, he's, ba- he's back yeah. to a commander. And you're like, man, not too shabby. But he ends up giving himself to uh, the Decepticons. Which was the decision that he made. Yeah. Interesting decision, for, sh- for sure. One I probably wouldn't agree with. Yeah. Well, I, think I mean, what's... they're brothers, though, right? Okay, so that's the thing. I don't know if they're like real, real, real brothers, but in the sense of they're brotherly, maybe. Because um, uh, all I think, of them are kind of brotherly. I think that. Well, I think the idea was is that at least so, especially in this one, it looked like they served in war together, and I think explicitly they state that it's Optimus, Ultra Magnus, and Megatron. Um, together, they were yeah, like because they said that they fought in battles together, side like side by side. So I think those three, and that makes sense. That's why they're probably like the head honchos in military and stuff, right? Is that they had served, so they obviously were experienced and they worked together. And then because I guess so, here's what I assume happened. So the leader guy who was training Optimus and Ultra Magnus basically started a revolution of the Transformers from whatever their creator oppressors were to be free. Then what happened was, is that the Decepticons end up uh, causing a revolution against the Autobots, because I guess in this one, the, the, uh, the Decepticons are, they work in mines. Uh, Megatron comments on having had worked in, or been a part of like, uh, fight pits, I guess, or like Coliseum gladiator fights. Basically, he had a, he fought for sport against other Transformers, right? And so basically, they were like the bottom of the bottom, and the Autobots were like the upper class, the bourgeoisie, if you will. Yeah, bourgeoisie. And so the Decepticons cause a revolution, and that's what is happening. That's what this all is. Right. Is that there was a war for them to gain transform cyber to- Cybertronian independence, and then they kind of had a revolution or like a civil war um so they probably all served in that first war together and then megatron was like oh well he kills their leader (laughs) that's what he does straight up murders the big boss man oh yeah they make multiple references to that and that was how he gained that was like his symbol of hey we ain't taking your guys's garbage anymore we're gonna be big shots now right 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 so just to give some backstory of what these characters are, because it's a little different. Uh, I think originally the interpretation was that the Autobots were commercial and the Decepticons were militaristic. So the Decepticons were better at the war because of that. It's because that's what they were designed for. But not in this one. That does not appear to be the case here. No. No. Um, Megatron is, play- is voiced by Jason Marocha. Something like that. Uh, man, people in their last names, man. Why can't everyone just have Smith? Really make things easier. I'm trying to give credit and props where it's due. 
Um, he voiced Megatron, and I thought it was very good. I thought it was a pretty good Megatron. I think he might have done it before. I liked it too. I thought, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I liked Frank Todaro as Starscream. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, and then everyone else I thought was solid. Um, Soundwave was a bit, I think, not properly. What I don't know what the word is, but like when the what they do with this audio and they make it all like weird and like roboty and like kind of echoey and bassy with Soundwave. Oh, I don't. A... <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think they did it as well. I don't think they edited the sound properly there. How did you like Bumblebee? Bumblebee was it was an interesting character. So yeah, because on this one they made him like a independent uh energon runner thing yeah i digged it no i thought it was pretty cool what'd you think about the horns i liked them they like the cool. i thought the horns were kind of cool too made them look tough who's a dove little bumblebee got horns. um but no i i did i i, I enjoy that uh joe's Saika Saika voice bumblebee and i thought it was pretty good i thought it was interesting um I don't know, I, I enjoyed a lot of the stuff that they were like, okay, so this is like the Generation Stun stuff, but it's slightly different. Like, oh, they're in a war, but this is kind of like how the war started, you know? Um, and this and that. Uh, Alita 1, which is basically what Optimus is Prime's lover, I guess, is his love interest. Yeah. Um, she's, I, I think she shows up. I think she actually, her and Chromia and... The other one, who is a recolor of Chromia, but looks exactly the same, and she gets murdered by the zombies. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I know who you're talking about. Dude, I thought those two were the same character because they were both like kind of bluish versions I, of Alita I, I One or two. I had to like look it up, and I'm like, oh, I think it was like Moonbeam or something weird like that. That's the one that dies. But I was like, what the heck? I'm like, I'm like, that's the same character. <laughs> um. I think those were the original female Transformers, maybe, from the show. I don't know. It's either that or RC. But I looked it up, and I thought maybe it was her. But Alita 1, I really enjoyed. She was, like, if Optimus Prime was a baby, Alita 1 is the mom. Yeah, just about. But I thought, I thought she was really good. And she had her. Uh, she had the same ending that she did in the past, where she stays on Cybertron when they leave. She's going to die. I mean, what does she expect? Isn't she, like, one of only, like, four Autobots or something? Yeah. There are not many. They will all die. Well, there are three and then one Decepticon. Still, they're all... Oh, yeah, was did, did Jetfire stay? Um... Did he go? I think it was him. I think, I think he stayed. Well, Impactor died. Yes. So... I don't know. Um... Okay, so yeah, so let, going into the plot lines, there's like the main plot line of get the AllSpark, get the arc running, and get off Cybertron. Pretty standard Generation 1 style beginning of a series kind of stuff. Right. Uh, chapter 2 is called Earthrise, I think, so it's going to deal with Earth. And then the number 3 is called Kingdom and is believed to be a Beast Wars thing where Beast Wars were like the ancient predecessors to the Autobots and Decepticons went to Earth long before they did. And they're all animals. They all turn into very lifelike-ish looking robot animals. And it's weird. But the plot is supposedly good, but... Like, actual life. 
I mean, from the in the '90s one, yes, they're pretty realistic looking, and it's weird. Not pretty realistic. No, I mean, well, the problem they is are. that the CGI looks so bad. I can't well, call it. <laughs> it for the time period they they were trying yeah. to make it look as real as possible. Yeah, weird, in, weird. In cartoon image. But we'll see what Rooster Teeth does with it. We'll see what Rooster Teeth does with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the main plot line's pretty straightforward. I mean, again, it's kind of slow. It's a lot of Optimus Prime talking to people and, like, trying to find the location of an AllSpark. Um, nothing too crazy, but I did enjoy seeing Optimus Prime as, like, this not-a-good-leader kind of thing. Like, he has the charisma to be a leader, but he he's making nece- not necessarily the best decisions. I thought it was kind of odd. I... Like, hmm. I didn't think that it made it better in any way because like that's that's what you expect from a leader in general nonetheless optimus prime (laughs) i don't know i think i think it's i don't know i guess i'm taking this series more as like the same way you take a what if comic book and i'm like yeah give me weird stuff that's like similar and it nods to the original stuff but it's different and i kind of like how it's like optimus prime's a leader but in this one he's like not a good leader necessarily like he's not a confident he doesn't have the confidence uh, from his soldiers i don't know i like that i think it's interesting because optimus prime and everything is so freaking perfect and it's kind of boring that's fair you know like he's kind of bland like this one gave him something interesting where i was like oh he has a character trait can't believe it but I do understand. A lot of people are like, ah, he's kind of a loser. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Kind of a baby man. But the best part of this entire show is Jetfire plotline and Ratchet's plotline. Those two subplots are probably the best parts of this entire show. I agree. Um, obviously, Jetfire follows his same thing where he starts as a Decepticon and then he becomes an Autobot. But I, I found it really interesting in this about how, like, He's the leader of the Seekers, who's all the flying robots of the Decepticons. And so he's like, kind of like Megatron's right-hand man. And then he's like, Megatron is doing some whack stuff. He just, he kind of going crazy. And I don't know. I thought that was, I, I thought it was really cool. And I really enjoyed it. But some people argue that he's a little too edgy. What do you mean? Well, like, he's all just like dark and broody and like, oh, I don't know. Like, he's just, I don't know. He's just so serious. I don't know. It's some people just complain overall that this is too dark and edgy. I mean, okay, let's. I mean, I mean, I guess yeah. I mean, you just like what you want, but I don't even feel like it's that. Like I did think it was pretty dark, but I don't. It seemed dark and edgy, but not like. I didn't think it was like too much or over bad. the top. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just people. Just some people don't want that kind of thing, but I don't know. Like you can't just get. I just you can't just take it out too much on it, just because it's a style you don't like. You know? Right, yeah. Like, it's not like it was, like, ridiculous. I mean, if anything, it was, you know, more realistic. Yeah, that's very true, actually. So, hmm. I don't know. Whatever, but Jetfire's storyline's really good, so if you're into Transformers, I think you you find that interesting. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. And then the Ratchet one. So, this one was a little new, that in this plotline, Ratchet used to make weapons, and then after the wars, you know, and all that stuff, he regretted it, so then he became a medic for neither yeah. side. That was cool. That's it a cool was character thing. Very, I liked it. 
Yeah, because usually Ratchet's just like, I am the Autobot medic. Heal, heal, heal. Whoop a doo. <laughs> Whoop a doo. Which isn't bad. But oh, who who was the Decepticon? Impactor. Impactor. Impactor was also very cool. Yeah, like the Impactor Ratchet, everyone's like, that was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. That was the best Transformers. Yeah, just about. Where Impactor is a Decepticon, and he's like, you know what, this war sucks. I hate this war. I hate yeah. both of you. You both, you both suck. <laughs> All of you suck. It's always good when a, when a character storyline ends with, both of you suck. Both of you suck. I neither. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's always good. But I I thought that was stuff was really fun and enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Omega Supreme shows up at the very end and blows all of the Decepticons up. Just go. Yep, that was a uh, that was pretty surprising. <laughs> I I kind of forgot. You forgot about it. Yeah. It was <laughs> in the trailer. If you didn't see it in the trailer, it would be like, oh. Oh, well then. Okay. Oh my. But it was pretty cool. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I think uh, I think last time on the Transformers episode, you mentioned that like there's always a problem that seems hopeless and then one of the big Transformers <laughs> yes. shows up and saves the day and then they yeah. get out. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Yep, in uh, the War for Cybertron games, Metroplex shows up and he's like, hey, Optimus, and then Optimus is like, yo, Metroplex, can you help us? We're trying to get the arc fuel." and he's like, sure thing, and he's like, cool, thanks. <laughs> cool thing. And then you can cast Ordnance Bombardments with Metroplex, where he just destroys whatever you tell him to. It's pretty cool. Oh, God. Um, yeah. I'm kind of disappointed that we didn't get any Constructicons turning into uh, Devastator or... Yeah. Or uh, the Combaticons turned into Bruticus. I was really hoping for one of them to show up. But I think that might have been budget stuff. Because you don't get a lot of transforming too much. And if you do, it's pretty quick. Right. So I think that might be the problem. Overall, I think this is a pretty solid you know, beginning Cybertron story that everyone will be pretty familiar with if you're a Transformers fan. With a few twists. like a, Not twists, but like character changes. Megatron has lips. What did you think of Megatron's luscious lips? Uh, they looked very juicy. Plump. <laughs> I was surprised. They were very plump lips. I mean, he he, like, he put some yeah, red I, lipstick I, on those bad boys. He be popping, popping for sure. A Megatron, Ooh. Megatron, my goodness. <laughs> but I think visually, it looks really cool. Oh uh, yeah, the action. It's a bit sparse, but I mean, it's fun nevertheless. I guess, you know, it's a bit slow still. Again, every, I think it's just budget reasons. I think everything's just a bit slow and a bit stiff because of budget stuff. I think that kind of happened. But overall, I think it's pretty solid. Agreed. Es- especially if you like Transformers. I'd give it like a 7 out of 10. Yeah, 7 out of 10. It's like, that's ah, solid. It, it, it hits the criteria for that is uh, good enough If you like Transformers, television. probably watch it don't yeah. you don't yeah. have to but yeah. don't worry about it but if you're interested you're interested yeah give it give it a look give it give it a little peeksy now i know we're running a little low but i have i had a thing where i was trying to look for some easter eggs right mm. and i thought i would bring them up i've already brought up a few of them like a little one stays behind right right 
just just like in the original cartoon or Alita one and like some female Autobots, probably like Chromia and stuff. Uh, we're fighting on Cybertron and she believes that everyone else died on the Ark, which she does believe that here too. So they kind of they have to keep fighting with no hope kind of thing, which is kind of neat. So that's the same. Uh, the opening sequence has Wheeljack at Bumblebee. That's how the G1 cartoon opens up too, with them being hunted by Starscream and the Seekers. Mm. So the, the opening's pretty similar. Nice. Uh, another thing I thought was interesting was the whole Till All Are One call, right? Where they, they, a lot, they say that a lot, where like, oh, Till All yeah, Are Run. Oh, yeah, they do. That didn't show up until the movie. But I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, Joey! The Autobot leader, not the auto, yeah, I guess the Autobot leader, whatever. Alpha Trion. That was the dude's name. That's the Alpha big dude. Tri- yeah, Eiffel Trion. Yeah. He was, I think, an original continuity as well. Where, yeah, he turned uh, Orion Pax into Optimus Prime. Uh, the Ark is also still the Ark. Do, do, do. Oh, th- they say the word Primus a lot, which is basically Transformers God. Oh. You know? He was basically the opposite of Unicron, where Unicron, you know, destroys everything, Primus gotcha. builds things. Gotcha. And then, of course, Omega Supreme is the Guardians, which are those mega big Transformers. Oh, a big one. So Sound Blaster. This was the thing I think was really cool for a lot of Transformers fans, is that they introduced a third faction called Mercenaries. Yes. And I thought that was the neatest concept. I agree. It was pretty and so they have, a, they have a character called Sound Blaster in here, and they describe it as a clone of Soundwave that kind of went rogue. Uh, in the cartoon, what it is is that there's a character Blaster, and then, of course, Soundwave, and I guess they had a clash and whatever, and then they, they exploded and was rebuilt into Sound Blaster. So it was more just to sell a toy. But in this one, they actually gave it a character purpose. <laughs> yeah. Where he's basically like the gangster. And I thought that was pretty neat. And I would totally, like... Like that's the thing. I think there's a lot of potential for Transformers to have better stuff. You know what oh, I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. Like we could have a show kind of like Mandalorian, where it's like not even the both factions, and it's just Autobots or not Autobots, Transformers like mercenaries or something. Like I just think I don't know. Like there's just stuff you could execute, but I mean you could make anything good. That is true. So yeah, there's definitely room to improve. I'd say. Yeah. One thing I'm disappointed about is that there's a scene that shows Cliffjumper in here, but I don't think there's any jazz. Cliffjumper and oh, jazz yeah. are a duo, man. They're a duo. So many jazz. I like yeah. jazz. Yeah, jazz is cool. It's like fast, fast. Boom, boom, boom. Um, and then another, another interesting factoid is that Barricade is in this. I don't know if you saw that, the Decepticon police car. Yes. Barricade. So there, I don't think there was ever a G1 character that that's like, that's, I think Barricade is just from the Michael Bay movie, the first one. Oh, okay. And he, and he appears later on. So this was actually the first like barricade on Cybertron in G1 form, officially. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah, so that was pretty neat. So if you're, if you're into Transformers or this kind of stuff, give it a watch. But Joey, we've been going on for almost three hours now. Yeah. Long so we should probably wrap. I mean, it, I have, I've been gone for so long. We haven't so, so much to talk about. We haven't podcasted in ages, in like two weeks. So we had a, there was some interesting news. There was Umbrella Academy season two, which ended up being so good. And then we just thought we'd throw this into it. Why not? Because it wasn't really big enough to do anything on its own, I felt like. Yeah, that's fair. You know, it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of interesting. We probably will watch the next one because it's 
if there's nothing else going on, I mean, I'll watch it. Joey watches it. He watches it. I probably will. Yeah, because I didn't think it was bad, and I thought the next one. I mean, they'll go on Earth. That'll be kind of interesting. The Beast Wars yeah. one, I'm gonna go uh, into hesitantly. You know I've, what I mean? I've never seen Beast Wars like, before. Thing, neither have I. I've only, only seen, seen pictures, pictures, and it's yeah. ugly. It's ugly. Looks pretty bad. <laughs> well, everyone says it looks hideous, but it's amazing writing. Like that's the thing, though. I think it's like one of those things like Clone Wars, where it's like you got to get through it, but once you're in, oh my god, it's amazing with all these fancy things like Dark Energon and and all in the Predacons and all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, hmm, but it's ugly. <laughs> but it's really ugly. Gotcha. Well, if you guys made it this long, thank you so much for listening. I we keep I keep acting like it's welcome back, but it's not for you guys. No, it's not. But it is for us. It is for us. Good. It's good to be back and getting back into it. Next week, um, I think that weird Netflix movie about taking pills and getting superpowers for like 15 seconds or minutes or whatever it Ooh, is coming out this week. That's exciting. So, With Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me look, I'm gonna look up Netflix Jamie Foxx super movie. Oh no, it might be. Oh, is it next? Is it next week? I swear I thought I saw that it was coming out this week. No, it says August 14th. Yep. That is in a few days, Joey. So uh, maybe we'll do that. Exciting. Project Power, I believe, is what it's called. Do you bet any reviews around yet? Oh, wait, no, they don't usually do that with these movies, these Netflix <laughs> yeah, movies. No. It's got Joseph Gordon Levitt in it and Jimmy Fox, man. Nobody would want to see them anyways. It's got Machine Gun Kelly. Wonder if I'll have Megan Fox then. It's got Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, he's playing a character called Newt. He looks like a Newt. Interesting. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, WhatsApp reviewers, for listening. If you guys saw Umbrella Academy, let us know what you thought about it, your theories, your uh, opinions on the characters and arcs. If you're into Transformers and you saw Transformers War for Cyber Return Siege, let us know what you thought about that, because there is some controversy in the community. I have found that the Transformers community is an interesting community to be a part of. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like factions in there, and there's a lot of fan fiction. And I think that I feel like there's like this group where it's like if you're a fan of Transformers, you're usually a fan of Transformers. Right. Yeah. There are people in the middle, but it's like since it's not like an ultra Very big slim portion. Yeah, it's it's. It's like, like there's people who are big fans of the movies, but then like if you're like know a lot of these characters and like inside stuff, you probably have gone all the way. So it's it's, it's just weird, you know. It's not. I think it's just because it's a bit more of a niche thing. I myself am not into the toys, so that cuts out a large portion of the people that I or like the content I look at, because so many people are still into the toys. I, I had a few. They're really hard to put together, so. And I guess that's it. I mean, let us know what you thought of those. Uh, let let us know what you thought of Spider-Man. PlayStation exclusive. It's whack. Stupid. Just, just tweet hashtag I hate you, Sony. You hashtag, hashtag you stupid you or something. <laughs> hashtag are you stupid or something. Uh, what's up with you, Pod? With the U spell with the U? On Instagram at what's up with you underscore. With the U spell properly. And you can email us at what's up with you podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, Project Power, probably, because I don't see anything else happening, probably. Uh, 
Then we'll have some stuff later. I think the week after is DC Fandom, which there's been talks about what we're going to get from there, which is basically everything. We're just going to get everything there. Nice. Um, And then after that, I think something comes out on the 28th that I can't exactly remember. And then the week after that is The Boys. Oh, the 28th should be movie theaters back open uh, with New Mutants and stuff. Ooh. And then The Boys is the week after that. Yeah. So, cool stuff. We got, we got stuff coming up, Joey. We got stuff coming up. Hopefully the world doesn't end before then. Hopefully. Oh, we didn't even... Gosh. Next week, we'll, I'll have some news from this week that we didn't cover. Because I didn't cover everything. Because we had a lot to talk about. So, next week, we'll talk about Mulan. And sneak peek, in case you guys didn't see it. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is coming back as a drama. <laughs> gonna leave that there because oh, that, no. that was announced like five hours ago and i was like i'm i'm not even gonna try to bring this up yet and i've yep. only been reading now we'll see you guys next week adios